Previously on the pod called Quest. This is kind of the last leg before the Acropolis, guys. I'm stressing out. We're so close to the Acropolis now. This is like scary. A few times throughout the day, you begin to hear like the earth almost shifts. You almost hear like a low, deep rumble, but then it subsides. Don't like that. Everyone spread out. You feel a very sudden... And you feel the earth start to quake and move. And you see this serpentine shape with these large jagged ends to it as it curls in the air and comes back down. And you see this humongous mouth as this thing rears up towards you, open up with these large teeth, probably 40 feet high. Oh, oh. Shit. Yeah, it is going to unleash its breath weapon once again. Isla, Orin, Salai, Tyros, and A. 52 points of acid damage. This worm is exhausted, blinded, and shaken. <laughs> it's realizing it made a mistake. All right, here we go. First attack, critical threat. Yeah! Orn wheels his sword around, swings it over his head, and just cuts this thing so deep, it is dead. Over the next day, you guys see the mountains. Uh, there's a certain pass you look for, and you can see built into one of the mountains this narrow, twisting stair. We ascend the stairs. With haste. You guys very suddenly hear this... And you feel like a gust of wind come by. Orin, you see this shape come gliding down and just pluck Skelly off of you. Folks, welcome to episode 31 of the pod called Quest. As per usual, I'm your friendly neighborhood game master, Josh. And I am Stephanie. I'm Shane. And I'm Foz. I'm Laura. And I'm David. Was, was that a Michael Jackson Shane version? <laughs> yeah, I ran out of ideas. <laughs> oh, yeah. 31 in and you're fresh. You're totally dry. I try to do my name different every time, but not annoyingly different. That was annoyingly different. I try to literally <laughs> do it exactly the same. <laughs> I just try to change it up. Like, not too much. But a little I liked bit. It. Not a lot, but a little bit. I inflect it different. Like sometimes I say it like a question, or yeah. I'll say it slow or really fast. I don't know. Just to spice things up. Very nice. Such an innovator. <laughs> Steph, you said you had something to talk about when we got out of the episode. I do. Okay, so as you guys know, I take Christmas very seriously, and mm. I was robbed of an experience that is so important to me during Christmas, and that's giving gifts the reason of the season. You make me sick. <laughs> I thought that the reason for the season was getting gifts. No, it was giving them. No, it's receiving. You're wrong. Well, congratulations. You guys are all in luck then because I have gifts for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow, yeah. it's almost a month late. Yeah, well, you see, they arrived just a few days after Christmas, and for a number of reasons, we all weren't able to meet, whether it's out of town, being yeah. sick, whatever it might be. Uh, so a month late, I have your guys' gifts, and um, I haven't wrapped them. That's I only fine. had a month, guys. Yeah, uh, we're, And weirdly enough, this is the first episode we're recording in 2020. Yeah. Oh. Not the first one to come out, You're but right. 31 is the first one we're recording. Crazy. Yeah, we've had almost a month off. Listeners, it's been very weird. It's been me, Foz, and Shane all got sick in a row. Yeah, we weren't able to record. It was actually kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's see these presents. All right, I have uh, one for each of you, all based around your characters whom we love so much. So I'm going to start with. I Lauren. think I deserve far more gifts for all the characters. <laughs> I play. Fine, whatever. 
I did get somebody two gifts, but it's not you, Josh. <laughs> uh, Laura, this is for you. Oh, here you go. What is it? Oh my gosh, I love it. What I got it? this. What is it? Oh my gosh, it it's is, a pin. It's, it's an enamel pin. pin. Of what? It's a D20 that is uh, inspired off of a seafarer. So it has all of these love seafaring that. instruments and things like that, constellations and things. That's oh, so cool. It's so appropriate for Isla. Is that I an anchor it. on it so or cute. is it one of the... So, what's the measurement you use for what with they're a, called. the compass? Uh, the sextant? Yes. Thank yes. God. Oh, yeah. It's this is really beautiful. cool. Thank uh, you, Stephanie. I okay. love it. Wow. So this one is for... David Felix, Ooh. the sorcerer. Oh, this is fucking cool. The sorcerer is that? Oh man, that so is it's, cool. So the pin is round, and there's a heart in it, and it looks like is that a gem at the top of the heart? Yeah. So it's supposed to represent like uh, inherent magic. So it's Hell like yeah. magic coursing through like a heart. Yeah, there's Ooh. like a bunch of like ethers like flowing around the heart. Is it black? Cool. Yeah. Oh, it's, and it's not a heart as in Valentine's Day. No. It's like a literal heart with like crystalline growths on it. Oh, hell yeah. 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 That's way stuff. cooler than I yeah. think. Cool. It is. It's a literal like like, uh, like a biological heart. Oh, that's yeah. sick as fuck. It looks really cool. That's really dope. Nice. Good stuff. Hell yeah. Thank you, Steph. Hell yeah. Uh, for Shane, huh? the, the fighter. For me. Oh. It's got a shield, a sword, and an axe. And yeah. A bunch of little weapons going around it. Hell yeah. This is beautiful Perfect. stuff. Yeah, these are yeah. great. Thank you. Okay, so Foz, I actually got you two. What? Yeah, so I got you one for Percy. It does okay. not match the set. Um, so here you go. Oh, that's fucking cool. I'm jealous. It's got two revolvers facing away from each other and then a big old D20 in the middle. And the pin itself looks like a big gear. That's so perfect. It's so perfect. That one actually came a week and a half after the rest of them, oh, which damn. is why I bought you one that would come with the rest. Oh. I thought was go going to be a smaller version of the matching set, but it ended up being a normal size <laughs> version. Um, and it is the druid for our no. Oh, that's really cool. I love it. It's got like four elemental symbols, fire, water, rock, like and wind. I some think. wheat in the background. Some wheat. <laughs> yeah. Some wheat. And then a big old star and a bear claw. I want to see Shane's pin too. Oh, the oh, has yeah. a bear claw too? Yeah. yeah. It was so perfect. That is, that so, is so cute. Cool. Steph, thank you. No, I, I Oh, fuck the bear claw. I forgot. Dandelion. Yeah. 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 Rest in peace. The best yeah. fucking animal companion in the world. The, the most bear. adorable. So cool. The best bear. That was fucking sad when we had to bury him. Listeners, you'll never get to experience that. Sweet yeah, sweet be, be thankful you don't have to experience that. Oh it was my real God. sad. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, that was mm. terrible. And mm. then Josh, our wonderful GM. This one was one of my favorites. Um, the, it's a big old turd. It's a giant <laughs> a pile face. of poop. Fitting. Uh, no. Uh, this you just one, got me the poop emoji? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this one was titled by the uh, artist who created these as the Hands of Fate, which I really Ooh. like. Oh, nice. Oh, it's like a, so there's like a hand holding like, it looks like it's, oh, it's holding a flail. It's like a two-headed flail and each one of the ends of the flail are, are D20s. One of them's on a one, one of them's on a 20. And there's a bunch of other hands with other dice that are like reaching out towards... It's a very interesting design. It's very, I'm going to be honest, this flail, if you don't actually see the chains in the D20, just looks like a big old dick. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that is totally fitting. I mean, look at that the thing on the left. It's even got the mushroom head and everything. It's a big old dick. Then you can see the chains. It's actually a flail. It's the handle for a flail, but it looks like a big old wang. It's beautiful. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> there it That's is. A, Wait, I want to yeah. see the dick. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, like, just, it's just like a dildo, Just look at it without, yeah. without the flail. Yeah, it's That's just a, a dick. Oh, it so does. So phallic, it's amazing. All right, let me get my hands on this. Yeah, get your hands on the dick, dude. <laughs> Jake coming out like a little splooge. <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, forever ten. Right out of the tip. The tip Yay! Of the late Christmas! Yay! Yeah. Yay. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Steph. Thanks. That's great. So cool! Oh my gosh! I'm gonna put that on. They're awesome. Yeah. The, sure. the new denim jacket that I got. Yeah. Doisy demo. This is yeah, so that's cool. really cool. All their pins are really cool. They have plenty of other um, classes and stuff. And they're just the coolest designs. I am going to look into that. Yeah. I like the way, I mean, finish on everything is really pretty too. Yeah. yeah. If anybody's interested, yeah. Uh, Doisy Demos. That's so you can go to www.doizedemos.com mm-hmm. and what find their up? stuff. So yeah, right if you're now. interested, listeners, yeah. that's awesome. We'll post pictures in our Discord and yeah. on uh, cool. Twitter and Instagram yeah. so you guys can see what they look like. Yeah, that'll be great. Um, But they're super cool. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Yeah, so thank nice. you. nice. Anyways, guys, I have two other things I kind of want to address um, before we jump into the episode. One being um, a little news for some of our $10 patrons. Uh, we're actually going to be kind of updating some of the rewards for you guys. Uh, and I think uh, I think this is an interesting way we're going to kind of uh, give the $10 folks, the folks who have really graciously decided to, you know, donate so much to us every month, an interesting way you can kind of interact with the podcast in a, in a fun, uh, small, but uh, yet still a little bit powerful ways. Um, I think you guys probably would have noticed um, by the time this goes up, there will likely have been a poll put up on the Patreon where you get to vote for each month's Patreon hero die. So where you guys get to vote uh, between the various different characters that are on the show and whoever gets the most amount of votes the following month will get a Patreon hero die. And we're going to do it every month. And it'll just be for the $10 tier and up. So for the exemplar tier, um, just we thought, you know, we want to give you guys a little extra for doing that. We're still working out some of the tiers. We're going to be working through that. It's part of our kind of our goal for the first, like, we'll say to be very businessy, Q1 of 2020 <laughs> is to work through what people are actually getting for their rewards. So expect some updates on that. Uh, especially for the higher tier um, currently. But yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen that already, um, by the time this goes up, it'll be close to the end of the month. Um, but yeah. over a few extra days, get on there, vote for which character you want to get the hero die, and they'll get it on February 1st. And the, really, the cool thing about this is um, normally our regular hero dice are like D6s. This is going to be a D20. So that's going to be... <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. It's still going to be a D6. I do have a set, I do have a set of, of purple D20s that are all swirly with gold dots on on, or Ooh. D20s, D6s. Wow, I did it. Nice. <laughs> nice. No, purple D6s with like gold little dots on them um, that I used to use for my psychic detective in our old Runes of Aslan campaign, but we don't play that much anymore because um, life got in the way. But when you guys give out the Patreon hero die, uh, the person getting it will receive one of these purple ones. And so we'll know when you're rolling that one. We'll know when it's the Patreon helping you guys succeed on that roll or helping me fail on that roll because it goes that way too. So look out for that on the Patreon, folks, if you're a $10 donor. If you want to get in on that, go ahead and up your pledge or jump on in, like more the merrier. But uh, either way, yeah, keep an eye out for the poll, folks, and that will be a new feature uh, every month. It'll always go up on the first, and then the Hero Die will go out um, 
whatever the first episode to come out the next month is. We'll 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 let it everyone know. So we'll have to be better about knowing when episodes come out, not when we're recording them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and for the ten dollar patrons, uh, we're looking for more ways to make you guys feel special and appreciated the way that you uh, really deserve. Yeah. 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 That's Q one of twenty twenty is reevaluating all the tiers, maybe adding an extra one, uh, and we'll see how things go. But we're trying to really make it worth it for you guys. So keep your ears to the ground for that. Um, the other thing I want to address, guys. So this last week, episode 30 came out. The week before that, episode 29 came out. And since we were, you know, like I said, Shane, Foz, and uh, and myself, we're all sick. We're actually pretty much directly caught up with ourselves. We have no backlog of episodes, which we're working on this month. Yikes. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but I've been thinking a lot, and I've been uh, mulling over episode 29, because I just put out episode 30, where I cut together the intro that was episode 29 stuff. And... The more I've thought about it, the more research I've done, the more thinking I've put into things that kind of go along with stuff that happened in episode 29. Um, from now on, um, if you have a base attack bonus of six or higher, we will be confirming fumbles. Oh, nice. But not if like, let's say, let's say your base attack bonus was below six, but you had rapid shot. You don't get to confirm fumbles for that. It's not just multiple attacks. It's if your base attack bonus is six or higher. Okay. So when you're making multiple, uh, like from, from then on, once your base attack bonus reaches six, then we'll be confirming fumble. So the way it'll work is just like confirming a, a critical hit. If you roll a fumble or you roll the one, excuse me, um, you'll roll again. And if you miss again, then it is a fumble. If you succeed on the second roll, then it's just a total miss. You don't I get the fumble deck. Okay. We're doing that because everything I've seen online and everything, even like the instructions with the crit and fumble deck from Paizo says, if you're going to do this, you should probably confirm fumbles and it should probably only go to named important uh, NPCs. Oh. Um, after Percy died... <laughs> blew his face off <laughs> yeah um i reevaluated and i did some research and it is recommended when you use the fumble deck the crit fumble deck so I mean, it, it makes sense i'll allow it yeah <laughs> i mean i don't like it but i think it is balanced and yeah so from now on if you have a base attack bonus of six or higher we will be confirming whether or not it's a fumble yeah because awesome. i don't think because we could have a level 20 character that means that five percent of the time they totally fuck up which is crazy right you know so it doesn't make any sense it's gonna but, help you with your with your big baddies too. Yeah, but like, how often do I actually have a name character? Like, uh, not that often. True. No, I think that's actually a really good idea. That will be it from now on. We'll do that. Well, the uh, the Deathworm Leviathan, I feel like, would have been a special occasion where if they got a crit, you would totally pull from deck because they're like so rare. No, no, o only named characters. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. You don't want that thing getting critical hits, no, like in don't. a special a, a oh. special critical hit. No, I don't. Yeah. So yeah. But anyways, that's all I have to take care of before the episode. So. Um, I mean, it's been like a month, guys. Anybody remember where we left off? Yeah. We fought that worm. Yeah, I think we just got to Aramazdar. Skelly oh. was carried off by a giant. Yeah. Thalicose. You guys just got into the did. null. Mm -hmm. Ah. Yeah. Yes. Did yeah. you say um, Thalicos? Yeah. Fuck. Who's Thalicos? <laughs> Wait, it's you... been so long. And Josh, did you say null? No? Yeah. we were. I was making a joke. Oh. He was throwing back <laughs> to episode like, 10. 20 wow. episodes ago. No, I know. I'm a little too literal right now. I'm sorry, guys. Skelly is in the clutches of what I presume to be a rock. That's right. R -O -K Skelly got rock. captured by a bird. Oh, I was about to say. Aren't rocks what are? Uh, the bird you're thinking of is ROC. Oh. Yeah. I think they're from like Persian mythology or some shit. Yeah, it's yeah, like a, right. it's in the, mid in the Middle East. Yeah. Yeah. Big old birds. Oh, yeah. I'm just imagining that one bird from the desert level of Super Mario 64 that like has the star in its grasp. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Chase or the rock's feather that helps you jump far in the Legend of Zelda games. Oh, oh right. the rock's feather. Wow. 
Indeed. But anyways, yes, you guys fought a Deathworm Leviathan. Uh, it turned out to be a really easy fight, to much to my own chagrin. But um, <laughs> you guys traveled further into the mountains, going up a winding set of stairs, and eventually coming upon uh, a bridge that you guys crossed, a very narrow, small bridge. And as you guys kind of took all these hours to travel into the mountains, you eventually came upon this very steep set of stairs that they don't go straight up, but they continue to forge upwards into the mountains, kind of flanked by these large pillars of stone. Um, not man-made pillars, but these these kind of stacks uh, of rock. And a little while into that, Skelly kind of voiced some concerns that he might have seen some shadows moving, but kind of brushed it off as nothing. And a little while after that, you guys saw a shape move down towards you, and Orin felt Skelly get pulled off from his back. Ah! So... That's gonna fuck with my leadership feet. <laughs> I kind of wish I had fly right now. Oh, wait, I do. Oh, duh. You don't have fly as a spell? Nah. I chose all of the other stuff. Do you have any potions? I can't, I can't make them. Oh, that's right. Wait, what? I don't have the spell. Oh... Orin, you see this shape swoop down and you feel Skelly get plucked off of your back. You guys all watch as you see this winged shape start to course off to your left-hand side with Skelly in tow. You can hear him yelling. What do you guys do? Orin is fucking shocked. He probably felt the talons graze him or at least the gust of wind from this creature. Mm -hmm. Probably felt some of the feathers like rush over you for a second. He looks up and tries to get eyes on this thing. Zero. You can see it. It's over to your left-hand side. It's a big-ass bird. How far away? Yeah. Uh, by the time it it moves, it's probably, I don't know, 60, 80 feet from you guys? Shit. Fuck. It's moving fast. Orin probably just looks up and tries to reach out in vain with his hand and just screams for Skelly. Yeah, you're unable to, to, to grasp at him. So Elijah starts running after it. Come on, guys, we have to help. We can't run. Well, you can't. If you run to your left, you'll fall off. In, you'll fall off the mountain. Just kidding. Well, yeah. I Remember, do you that. guys are on a steep I stairway. Forgot, forgot. It's a scramble. There, there, there are mountains around you, yeah. but you're just in the middle. There's like crags and everything like around you guys. You're just you're going up this steep stair in the middle of these mountains. So if yeah. you were to like try to run to your left, you'd either run into like a pillar of stone, or you would just tumble downwards over the side of the mountain. It's like a it's like a scramble in the sense that like it's. It's almost climbing, you said. It's like so narrow or so steep. With yeah, it's hands. more comfortable for you guys to like be using your hands a little bit. You don't have to, but it's more comfortable. How far from the top are we? Uh, Make a perception check. That's going to be a 36, please. Even with a 36, like the stairs just go up into the mountains. You can't see where they go to. Okay. They just continue up into the mountains. Does it look like that's where the bird went? Uh, the bird is currently, it's probably over 100 feet away from you guys now. It's it's going uh, to your left and upwards um, towards like another side of one of these, you know, large mounds of the mountain. So we all have a line of sight. And he said it's like, you can right see now? it still, but it's okay. over 100 feet from you guys. Okay. Well, A will put her arm on Orin's shoulder and be like, this will be fine. And she'll reach out twist the air and cast slow on the creature. Oh, okay. What's the range on it? 25 feet plus five feet for every two levels. Yeah, it's way out of that range. Mm-hmm. It's way out of that. It's over 100 feet from you. Yeah, that only hit 45 feet. Yeah. At level nine, you only get about 45 feet. So you wouldn't even be, you wouldn't even get half as much uh, distance on it. So that's 30 yeah. times. That's 30. There's no multiplied. It's 25 plus five feet for every two levels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that would not work. And A would know that. Yeah. So you're not going to expect okay, spell. So. A would know I, too far away. I literally did the Sucks. same thing where I was like, yeah. what spells can I use? Like, all of them cannot yeah. reach where it is right now. Okay. I think Isla's going to scream, Skelly! And then she's just going to throw her iron-called dagger, even though it's probably too far. But You throw it, so... 
and it just falls down. It comes like, back to my hand, but yeah, you can call it back. You call it back, and it comes back to your hand. But yeah, I mean, it's there's no way. I mean, you would take. I mean, roll a d20. I mean, it's fine. If you tell me it's not going to work. If you roll a natural 20, technically that's an automatic hit. You have to confirm it, but it's (gasps) impossible to confirm. Roll a d20. All right, let's try it. Why not? You can try to arc the the dagger out. Nope, it was a natural two. Yeah. (laughs) If you roll a natural 20, (laughs) that's five rules. Even if it's a minus 100 to hit. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah. She calls the dagger back to her hand. Shit, what do we do? We have to get to the top of the mountain right away. Let's go. Let's go quick. Um, You guys can see, Percy, with your perception check, you can see the bird probably only has a wingspan of about 15 or 20 feet. Oh, that's not, that's uh, it's, it's big. It's a big bird. But it seems to be flying upwards and around the left-hand side of kind of the large crag you guys are on. Percy, go ahead and roll another perception check. That's only a 19. Yeah, I mean, with with this, you can you can tell that it's going up towards closer to the top of this area, but it's way further away from where the stairs are leading. Fuck. Yeah. Um. Everybody else can roll a perception check if they would like. Yeah. To. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's gonna, up to you guys. It's fine. I'd like to roll a perception check to see if I can tell how far from the ground. Uh, you guys are. No. No, that the bird, the thing is. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, it would. Yeah. Sure. Go for it. Okay. Um, that would be a 17. You guys are at least a thousand feet off the ground. You mean like sea level? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. How far the thing flying is that's carrying Skelly? Like how far up from the ground? Well, okay. So you're in the mountains. So it like varies, obviously. Sure. But But like like, from you guys, it would be like at least a thousand foot drop. And it's higher off the ground than that. Got it. Are you you trying to see if he'd be fine if he fell? Yes. I'm just going to say objectively he wouldn't. Okay. That's yeah. good to all know. I wanted to know. <laughs> good to know. Um, my perception check was a 22. Okay. Isla? I got a natural 20 for a 31. Wee. And A? 27 for A. Okay. Isla, uh, you look up to the left and you can actually just make out, kind of peeking out from this corner of one of these crags over to your guys' left-hand side, far away, probably at least 700 feet away from you guys. You can make out what looks like some kind of makeshift, almost like a nest. Oh, <gasps> And you can see this thing is, is sailing and flying up towards it. It's probably about 700 feet away from you guys. Skelly's about to become baby rock food. <laughs> can anyone, can we, can we, like, Teleport over there or something? There's a nest over there. If we could get over to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I can get us up there, but I mean, are we going to be okay? Is Skelly going to be okay if we just get up there? I mean, I'm sure we could fight it off, right? We have to take the risk. Okay. You can't just leave him by himself. No, no, you're right. Okay, let's do it. Wait till All the right. bird lands. Wait. Once it lands, then we go. Okay. Um, at this point, uh, the two people with the higher perceptions, uh, Percy and Isla, you can't see the bird anymore. Yeah. Now. Let's go. Fuck. Now or never. How far away is it? I just want to double check. It's at least 700 feet away. I don't know if I can take all of us. You can't. Uh-uh. You no you way. have Dimension Door, right? I do. Can you go that far? I can't take all of us. Well, hang on. I have that one uh, item. Oh, yeah, that item. I well, forgot about that. We don't have to teleport. We can. We all three of us have Dimension Door abilities, so. Can you go that far? In fact, Dimension Door would be more accurate here. Teleport, you've never seen this right. area. You'd probably end up being pretty off kilter. Even if you have, mm-hmm. like, a line of sight on it? Yeah, because that's the way teleport works, because oh, it's okay. more powerful. But Dimension Door, you could pick direction. Right. Be much easier. It's more accurate because it's a shorter distance. I can go, like, 680 feet, something like that. Ooh. That's fine. We're... How That's far? Pretty close. 700 feet 760 feet. Yeah. And I can take three people with me. Same. All right. Well, let's just do you two then, and I'll save mine. All right. Sounds good. Perfect. 
Yeah, because it's 400 feet plus 40 yeah, per level. For so, ninth yeah, level yeah. casters, for both... Um, 760 feet. 760, yeah. yeah. So you guys know 760. Each person can pull three people. But you have that. You have the item. Is Dimension Door is technically... I think it's only for teleport. No, it is a teleport... It is a, the school is conjuration teleportation. That does apply. Okay, let me oh. find it. Not a teleport spell. It is a teleportation spell. Which oh. Dimension Door does count. That's the... Um, what's the name of that item again? The Tuning Fork of Teletransference. Right. Yeah, so it makes you count as... Currently, it'd be count as a level 14 character. So you can go much further than that, and I think you can bring along extra people, too. So you guys have plenty. to get. You only have to teleport one, two, three, four, five, six people with Tyros. Yeah. So cool. I think you guys are fine. Uh, you guys going to both use Dimension Door? Yeah, I want to draw my sword before we do. So like, as soon as we land, just like start like wrecking shit, killing baby birds. Oh, God. Throw them off the mountain. Yeah. Just throw them. With this, I can take everybody. So why don't we save a spell? That's fine by me. Well, you can't take five other people, can you? Why not? Um, well, Held in Hand, the wielder is treated as five levels higher. So you can as level 14. You can bring one per every three levels. One, two, three, four. You can bring along four other people. Mm-hmm. You need another person to do Dimension Door. Yeah, that's fine. We'll just do two Dimension Doors. Okay. Fine. Then, yeah, I'm not going to use this because I can only use it once per day. So in case we need it for okay. something else. Okay. Cool. Good call. And you don't need the distance either. Yeah. Okay. So uh, everybody links up. Uh, Salai uh, puts her hands on Orn and Percy and Tyros puts his, his hand on Percy's shoulder. And you guys, you know, you cast Dimension Door. You open this dimensional gateway and pull everyone through and you guys are just gone. And then uh, A puts her hand on Isla's shoulder and you guys, you do the same spell uh, with this burst of magic, you guys and everybody appears in these different areas of this like kind of mushy, large, almost like half dome, uh, just un- just reversed in a way that there's all these different twigs and reeds. You can tell it's all been haphazardly put together and you can see it's just embedded into the side of this rock face. This is fucking cool. Oh my God. Everybody roll a perception check. Oh, I forgot to say before I rolled the first one. I'm using these new dice that my buddy Andrew got me for Christmas. Hell yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Andrew. He, Thanks, he Andrew. expressed deeply uh, how, how concerned he was for Skelly and how he's his favorite. And so the Skelly's fate will be in your hands, Andrew. Don't fuck this up. Here we go. All right. Also, shout out to my brother who got me some dice for Christmas that I'm Yay. now rolling for the first time. Yeah. All the shout outs. <laughs> it's rolling really bad, though. So <laughs> screw so, you, Johnny. Just yeah. Johnny. So. Sorry. Okay. Perceptions. Salai? Uh, so I got a 12. Orin? 15. What the fuck, Andrew? <laughs> Percy? 36. Ooh. Isla? 19. Okay. And A? We're the Wonder Twins. I got a 19 as well. Ooh, Wonder Twins. Hell yeah. So tell us what Percy sees. <laughs> well, Tyro's got a 31. Oh, shit. Fuck. Damn. pain You guys appear here in this large bird nest. It's probably at least 50 feet across, minimum. Percy can see over on one end, there looks to be kind of a smattering of like busted up eggs. It looks as if these are kind of the remnants of something that had recently hatched. Um, There's about three of them. It's not good. You can also see what looks like at different areas. There seems to be different pieces of random odds and ends that have been kind of used to make this nest. It almost looks like you can see the bit of a house or the bit of a wagon has been used in part of this. You can see there's like random bits of cloth and clothing. And there's even a portion where you can see in different areas, there's little bits that are sparkling in the sunlight as they kind of glint as you guys are standing there. It's very quiet up here, save for the sound of the wind. But very suddenly from either side, you see these two large birds, their 15 foot wingspans come rushing over the side. These voices and these horrible shrieks coming down. I need you guys to roll for initiative. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. 
I'm expecting like the babies to be massive. Like, we will like rock you. <laughs> fuck, we Andrew, will, fuck. We will. <laughs> I already said it. I'm using these the whole app. The whole app? You guys ready to make uh, rotisserie big ass birds and scrambled eggs and fried rice? There's Delicious. no more eggs. That sounds so Where'd good. Where'd you get the rice from? Huh? Where'd you get the rice? Somewhere. <laughs> we bought it. There's a rice field nearby. Okay, so just for reference, uh, this side that's closer to Shane and Foz, that is a cliff. I don't have a way to do a literal cliff, so everything on that side of that blue line on the battle map, you go fall off if you go over there. Uh, everything over here, this is the nest, and then more rocky terrain. Um, this is the first time I've done like a hand-drawn thing like on the pod like ever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm almost surprised Josh didn't like, make an actual nest. <laughs> I have no time, and there's no way to make it easily five-foot squareable. Yeah, there's no way to do that. There's no way to do that. It's a big-ass nest. you guys do see these two large birds flying in from either side coming down to protect their home. Oh, dear. Oh, shit. Well, nobody get picked up. <laughs> I'm scared. Can they pick up more than one person? We're going to find out. <laughs> we'll see. Let's get some initiatives right off the bat. Isla. 25. 25. Percy. 21. 21. Oh, I got a roll for Tyros. Ooh, nice. Natural 19. That's a 27. Ooh. Teaspoon. Orin. Seven. <laughs> Salai. 11. Lame. I was gonna ask for Skelly, but oh, you guys do not womp, see him. Womp. Uh, Wait a in. What the hell is he? That scared me. Uh, a rolled an eighteen. Eighteen for A. Okay, let's go ahead and sort that. Wow, top of the order is Tyros. Starting off round Damn. one. Throw them bombs. Yeah, I mean he rolled a twenty-seven. He is immediately going to pop an extract off of his bandolier, and he drinks it. And you guys watch as he begins to float off the ground. Oh. He's using an extract to fly. Nice. So good. Uh, that's a standard. So he's actually gonna. I'm gonna say he's going to fly up about uh, ten feet. That's sick as hell. We'll say maybe we'll say fifteen. I never thought how cool it would be to fly and throw bombs. It's cool. <laughs> hey, at your level, you could have fly. You just didn't pick it. Anyways, end of Tyrus's turn. Isla, you're up. Okay. Um, I am going to move closer to that rock that's like directly in front of me, but farther away. Okay. So. I don't want to move right up to it and be like 10 feet away. Um, and I want to throw my dagger at it. This okay, time go I'm going to hit it. Uh, roll for it. Go for it. That's a 22 to hit. That's a hit. Really? Roll me some damage. Uh, yeah. They're flat footed. Oh, that's right. Okay. 11 points of damage. 11. Good shit. All right. Nice. Uh, that's your turn. Moving a standard. Um, after that is Percy. A, you're on deck. Percy's going to use knowledge as power. Spend a grip point to do so. Okay. Uh, let's do shocking and frigidity frost. Shocking and frost. And I look like I'm 20 feet away, at least from the rock opposite of the other yep, one. Just about. Cool. Yeah. All right. Let's just do a, a full round attack then. Go for it, my dude. That's two attacks, right? Uh, I'm going to use rapid shot and deadly aim, so it'll be three. Hell yeah. Here we go. That's going to be a 24 to touch. That's a hit. Roll right. me some damage. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. That is 21 points of piercing and bludgeoning. Okay. Four points of frost and five points of electricity. Okay. Next attack. Yikes. That's not a misfire there, right? No. Close. Uh, that is a 12 to touch. That's a miss, unfortunately. What'd you roll on the die? A four. Oh, you've wanted went through three without chemicals, huh? Yep. Yikes, close. Yep. All right, yeah, that is a miss. Go ahead and roll your third attack. Okay. That's a critical threat with the net. Yeah. Okay, roll to confirm. Woo! I forgot. 
got you crit on 19s now. Oh, yeah. that's. A, I think it's a 14 on the... What is that? Natty 14 for a 20 to touch to confirm. And that's confirmed critical. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do your worst. All right, piercing. you want a bludgeoning or piercing on the crit attack? I always go bludgeoning, and I feel like it's never that great. Let's yeah. go piercing. Yeah. Piercing? Okay. Piercing. That's my boy. Oh, um, pinhole. Mm. Double damage. That's good. And one bleed. Target takes one additional bleed each round until healed. Wow. Ooh. Go ahead and roll your damage. All right, this is times four. Times four, times baby. Two. Oh, my God. Remember, you don't multiply the D6s. Correct, Mundo. I always got to get a calculator for myself for this one. Yeah. Same. Yeah, like two weeks ago when you had to, you know, calculate for calculate my, my own how death. to murder yourself. <laughs> uh, it's going to be 68 points of damage. You reach out and you just, pew, 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 just obliterate this bird. <laughs> it, is dead. it falls yes! down onto the nest, just riddled with holes, bleeding out into its former home. While it was living, good now shit, we're dead. Hell yeah! Did you even spend any grit points there? I did, but I just got one back. Attaboy. boy! Yay. Hell yeah! Actually, you would have gotten two back. Yep. You killed a thing, and you confirmed a critical. Oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, that's the end of your turn, right, Percy? Yes, it is. Okay, that is going to be A's turn next. What you doing, A? So you said the cliff is to our to my left. Yeah, it's the where that line is. That's all just a sheer drop. Okay. So okay. part of the nest to be cleared does go it out hangs over. over. Like, yeah. But that probably would be sketched to walk on. That's scary. Maybe. Oof. Okay, so... You're really close, Isla, right now. I'm scared. You're like five feet away. Yeah. A will uh, kind of sidle or pivot off to the right. I would say about uh, 25 feet or so. Okay. Right. Kind of circle around the group. Okay. That's about 25 there. All right, cool. And you know what? Yeah, might as well. She'll just... She'll, she'll do what she does a lot and uh, cast greater invisibility on herself. Nice. Okay, nice. So let's just swap you out with your transparent mini we've got here. Ready to go. Yep, because you're always turning invisible. <laughs> I've got transparent ones for most folks. Um, cool, so movement standard, uh, greater invisibility, awesome. You're ready to go. End of your turn. It is this big old bird's turn. It's the only one on the map so far. So it's going to essentially five foot step. It is, you know, basically in the air. Um, it's not literally flying, but it's basically in the air. You guys know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Can you move five feet oh. and full action attack? Full attack? Of course you can. Oh, I thought it was only on the ground for some reason. I don't understand why you build when you have a fly speed. Yeah, that's true. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, if you're, I've never looked it up. If you're swimming underwater and you don't have a swim speed, you cannot take a five foot step. But if you do have a swim speed, you can. Ah. Yeah, I would assume you can just like, it can just fly a little bit forward. I can even roll, I'll roll a fly check for it if it make you feel better. Uh, let's see. It would. Um, It's a 20 total. So it's going to be able to do mostly whatever it wants. So yeah, five foot step and it's going to make two. Talon, uh, it's going to be two claw attacks against Isla. Yay. Can't wait. The first one is 27. Nope. Ah, oh, great. Of course. Yeah, Isla with the amazing AC. <laughs> the next one is lower. So, nope, they both miss. Ha Great. <laughs> well, that's the end of that thing's turn. Salai, <laughs> you're up. All right. Salai is going to uh, grab her wand of command, and she's going to give it a shot to see if she can get him or the bird, the rock, to fall. Okay, uh, what's the save on that? It is a will save. Um, That is a 17. Exactly saves. Are you serious? Oh, no. Sorry. So you reach out, you go to cast the spell, and you tell it to drop. And you can tell this thing just doesn't latch onto this this animal's brain. It seems as if it's just not. Whatever the way its brain works, it's not taking in the information, and you're unable to cause it to drop. That is the end of its uh, end of Sly's turn, unless she wants to move. Nah. Nah? Okay, you're going to stay there. Orin, you're up. Uh, Orin will swift action. 
summon his shield. Uh, he will standard action. No, he doesn't want to do that yet. Mm. He will move <laughs> to the about the center of the uh, the nest, okay. maybe like twenty feet, twenty five or so. That's good. And then a standard action will be to take total defense. Okay, movement standard take total defense yep. up that AC. Okay, at the start of round two, I need everyone to roll a perception check. Don't oh fail me now, Andrew. There we go. Nice. Salai? 14. Oren? 27. Percy? 22. Isla? 19. And A? 16. Okay, so this time, weirdly enough, Oren, you notice. You can see dust getting kicked up around the cliffs. You wheel around as you turn towards where this nest is kind of mounted on the side of this humongous cliff edge. And you just watch as the sun coming over that area just gets blotted out. And you begin to feel this cool air rush down as this humongous bird blotting out the sun begins to descend. Oh, no. Oh, I knew it was on the shelf. That motherfucker's so huge. It's time. Oh my god, this is not good. It's fucking gigantic. Oh, oh, that looks unstable. Oh, That's gonna fall. <laughs> oh, oh, oh god. That's oh, it's god. fine. This huge bird taking up in game terms four squares across with a wingspan of likely over, I don't know. I would say seventy feet. What the fuck? Comes flying down in. Oh, Jesus. I'm so glad I'm invisible now. It's going to swoop down towards Orin, and it's going to make a single attack and then continue going with a flyby attack. Oh, no. Uh, Actually, you know what? (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, No, it'll do that soon, but not now. Uh, It's currently up and far away from you guys. I just realized it's not first in the initiative order. Ah. Yeah, my bad. But it will do that. (laughs) Later. But it's here for now. But mamas in the combat. Uh, Y'all kill one of her babies. Good luck. Oh, uh, shit. Does she have Skelly? Can we uh, you guys do not see Skelly anywhere. But Tyrus oh, is up. He is flying. He is going to immediately <laughs> attempt to. He's going to try to throw a regular ass bomb at the mama. mama. We will see what he's going to do. Tyrus is getting brave. He is. I'm proud of him. He's yeah. come a long way. Yeah, he's getting his strength back. Coming out of his shell, if you will. His egg shell. I mean, that would be, a, it's a 22, and then the minuses for his range increment, which he could have moved. So I think he's going to hit the AC5. So it's going to be 4d6. Would be 23. Can this thing roll a reflex save to half that? Uh, yes. So it's going to be 11 points. Uh, as Tyro's just floating there, he's probably should actually roll. Uh, we'll say that he moves 20 feet this direction so that he can doesn't have to roll a fly check. And you guys see him hurl this bomb out towards this giant bird. And you see it just go off right in this thing square. Just, and it just lets out this horrible screech. Takes 11 points of damage. Ooh, yeah. That's the end of Tyrus's turn. Isla, you're up. You can see this humongous shadow covering most of the nest as this humongous bird descends down on you guys. Oh, God. Um, well... I'm right by this other baby rock, so I feel like I want to take that one down first. Yeah, sure. I could try to go for the mom, but I feel like it's going to be a waste of time right now. Okay, so I'm going to go for the one right in front of me, and I'm going to... It's out of range for me to hit it with my rapier, correct? Or is it not? I think you could no, Swordmaster's Flare it. You're right, up, you're right up on it. I'm right up on it, okay. Yeah, you're, you're base to base with it. Then I so. will make two normal attacks on it. Go for it. That's a 23 to hit. That's... Just barely a hit. Mm. Wow. 
Yes. Roll me some damage. 23 points of damage. 23, geez. Second attack. Oh. Critical threat. Yeah. yeah. Critical threat. All right. Nice. Roll, me, roll me a confirmation roll there. It's another natural 16, so I think it's... That probably confirms. Let's do some piercing. Crit deck. Boop, boop. <laughs> Muscle severed. Normal damage and 1d6 dex and 1d6 strength damage. Wow. Pretty good. Oh, roll me some normal damage. Nice. Okay. 20 points of damage. 20 points. It doesn't matter about the dex damage and everything because this thing is dead. <laughs> nice. Bye. Good See job. You. Mama's going to come after you now. You didn't spend any panache, right? Mm-mm. That's so cool about you guys' class. I'm so jealous. I wish I got Arcana pool points back. Doing Sorry. Stuff. I don't know how it works. I wish so... I could spend more, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's the end of uh, Isla's turn. It is now the full grown Rock's turn. Dwayne Johnson himself. Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> we Dwayne, got the ROC Johnson. This rock is going to swoop downwards. Let me just double check its fly speed. Cool. So it is going to swoop downwards towards Orin. 40 feet. Make its single attack and then continue on. So let me just move this guy. Fly by. So it's going to make one singular talon attack. Orin is going to summon his stone shield as it does so. Okay, go for it. That is 26 to hit. Miss. All right. That is a miss, but it's going to continue flying. Oh, my God. So it swoops down, goes to snatch Orin up in its talons, and just gets some purchase on the stone shield. Actually, I should probably... Did I roll close enough to roll damage on the the stone shield? No. No? Okay. So it just swoops down, tries to grasp at the stone. The stone gives it no purchase, and it continues just flying past over Isla's head. That's the end of its turn. Percy, you're up. All right. Percy is going to move... He's going to run over 30 feet towards Isla. Okay. Um, is there a knowledge check that I can do? Uh, sure. The knowledge would be for this guy. Oh, yeah. Good idea. Interesting. I feel like the rock would be a magical beast, but it's not. It's an animal. So knowledge nature would be the role for it. I have that. Cool. Yes. Uh, 27. 27. Uh, these are pretty rare. So uh, you will get one piece of valuable information. This is a rock. Obviously, you know that. It is a rock. It is a very large, humongous bird, kind of thought to be a bit mythical. It's not always necessarily believed to be totally real in a lot of circumstances, but it's very apparent that these are real. Um, Is there anything in particular you're looking for? Or would you want me to just give something random? Um, I don't want to waste it, but if if there is information that I could glean about where Skelly would be... Based off of my knowledge check, like no, there's no way to know that. Okay, especially because the things that took him are not this. What? It would be the little ones, which you didn't roll on. Oh, got it, got it. The got smaller it. ones took Skelly. All right, you can just give me something then. Okay, for the rock, it doesn't have a lot of crazy abilities. The best thing you know is that it's two talons it can attack with. I'll give you this, since this isn't really like super great because it doesn't have anything super special. It has two talons that have improved critical and a free grab. Damn. That free grab is deadly. Yeah. yeah. And we can always smell what it's cooking, correct? Yeah, sure. You guys can see it raising one eyebrow. <laughs> Getting ready to throw the people's talent. Yeah, the people's talent. <laughs> Get your rock jokes out early. That's going to be a long pot. A long combat. All right, Percy, what are you doing? I'm going to take one juicy shot. All right. It's about 30 feet, so out of my first range increment. No, I don't do, I don't do the diagonals. I don't do that shit. You pick the longer one. You're 20 feet away from it. You're Sweet. just within range, yeah. I don't do that. They, I don't do the Pythagorean theorem. It's non-Euclidean because it's on a fucking two-dimensional battle map, essentially. Yeah. So you're 20 feet away from it. Cool. Here we go. Oh, geometry. That is 
a natural three. Oh, fuck. That's a misfire, huh, buddy? Yep. For a misfire, my gun is broken. Your gun is broken. Misfire. All right, that's the end of Percy's turn. A, you're up. Okay, A will stay where she is because she feels safe, and she will reach out to this one and try, uh, uh, attempt to uh, cast slow on it. Slow. Okay, right, let me see if you're actually within range of that. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the... Yeah, you are within range, so what kind of save is it? I believe it's a will. Let me double check. Yep. All right, let's roll that save. Um, 15. Oh, that is a fail. Oh, yeah. So it is staggered, which once again, staggered means... Uh, it can take a move or a standard action, but not both. Hey, that's fucking clutch. That's that is amazing. amazing. It is slowed. Awesome. That means no more down. flyby attack, right? Correct. <gasps> Dang. Dang. And I'm like, not able to do that. That was the first time I've seen that attack. That's a PC killer, especially in a situation like this. Yeah. 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 Because go, go by. Basically grab somebody. Fly, grab somebody with a free after the attack, fly a little bit more, and drop free action, off. drop them. Yeah. Oh, Fuck. And they're dead. Oh, I didn't realize you could no. combine all of that. Yep. You can totally do that. Um, That is uh, just your standard. Would you like to move? No, she'll, she'll stay where she's at. Okay, cool. End of A's turn. It would be the rock fledglings, as I've called them, but they're dead. You murdered children. <laughs> oh. Sly, wow. you're up. Orin's on deck. Sly's going to run up to Percy. And is going okay. to cast Touch of Good to give him plus four on attack, Please. savings, ability, skill checks. Hell okay. yeah. Basically all your d20 so, rolls. For one round, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the next round, yeah. Okay. Dope. All right. That's a move in a standard for Salai. Touch of Good on Percy. Remember that plus four for your next turn, Percy. Oren, you're up at the bottom of the round. Okay. Oren is not known for his ranged prowess, so he's just going to keep buffing. Uh, he's going to do... Another swift action. Enhance his armor. Spend another okay. point of his arcane pool. Bringing him up to a fuck. I haven't done this in a month and math is hard. <laughs> okay. So his AC is normally 25. Plus four for shield, 29. Total defense is over. Stone shield's over. So it's just 29. Enhance his armor, plus three to AC. 32. And then he's going to uh, do iron skin. Give himself some more AC. Uh, second level spell is a standard action. All right. That's his whole turn. He's just going to wait for this thing to come back so he can give it his full... Uh, Give it a piece of his give mind. It, give it a walloping. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's the end of round two. Top of the round is Tyros. Tyros, what you gonna do? What, what you, you gonna, gonna do when, when they come for there you? There we go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody not getting no birthday. Police <laughs> not getting no break. Nobody knows what they're saying right there. <laughs> yeah, no. not so much. Okay, Tyros is going to fly 60 feet towards this thing. Wow. He's actually going to move 45 feet, and he's going to then throw a similar bomb he threw at the worm. There we go. See if he can hit this guy with a blinding bomb. That's close. It's going to be an 18, but he's about... His range increment, he's a little bit out. Yeah, that's still going to hit. This thing is going to roll a fortitude save against DC 18. With a 20, that is a success, so it is not blinded. That is the end of Tyros' turn. Isla, you're up, and the rock is after you. Okay, the only thing I think I can do is to throw my dagger again, because he's too far away from me. It does seem to be the case, yes. So here I go. I'm going to throw my dagger. And I can't um, throw it with my other hand, right? Or do I need to put my sword away? Uh, I think we've always been kind of iffy about this in the past, but I'll let you decide. You should probably have to drop your rapier to do this, yeah. Okay. I think we said because of something about a swashbuckler, you have to use your specific hand for Well, you rapier, just right? can't have anything in your offhand. Oh, that's what it is. So yeah. I would say yeah. you have to drop your rapier in your square. What if she switched hands, put it in her offhand, used her main hand to throw? 
That's like a move action. Right? I mean, is that even like a mechanic? It's just janky as fuck. I'm going to say you have to drop your rapier. Okay. That's what I'm I drop say. my rapier and throw the dagger. Okay. You should uh, really get that rapier called. Because um, this thing is 15 feet from you, uh, you're going to take a minus two for the range. So whatever okay. your modifier is, minus two. Oh, I forgot daggers were 10 feet. Daggers are 10 feet. I it is 15 feet 40. from you. Sorry, math. 16 plus 18 minus two. <laughs> That's a 32. That is a hit. 32. Go ahead and roll me some damage. <laughs> Yay. Sorry. I didn't feel like making you guys wait 10 minutes for you to do that. 13 points of damage. Okay. Uh, and then swift action, you call it back, correct? Yes. Come back to me. Can she throw two iterative attacks if a swift action calls it back to her? Can you swift action between attacks on a full round action? I don't see why not. You could move between a full round attack, can't you? Mm. No. That requires feats. Oh. It's up to you, GM. I don't know if you can do that. Somebody look it up, but I'm going to say you can't on this turn. Okay. Um, That's the end of your turn. It is the rock's turn. What's he going to do? It is just going to flap its humongous wings, turn in midair, not moving. It's going to stand at the same spot. Since it's 15 feet from you, it's going to make all the stacks on Isla. Oh, right. It can't oh, make it either. Think... Oh, you know what? It can't do a full round attack because it's staggered. Attack. It's going to do mm-hmm. one attack. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I was going to say I parry, but I'm not holding my rapier. You're not. So. Shit. Fuck this. Power attack. Okay. <laughs> fuck. Natural 19. Oh. That's a critical fucking threat. It is a critical threat. Oh, but with the power attack, uh, with natural 19, it would be a 33 to hit. Yeah, that hits for sure. Yeah, with, the, with that. So oh, let's confirm. No. Let's confirm. It's only a plus 14 to confirm. See if I can get it. Is your AC affected by whether or not you have your rapier in your hand? No. I don't think so. Okay. Phew. That's a natty 18. So <gasps> wow. 32 to confirm. Yeah, that confirms for sure. That was almost impossible to confirm, but you did it. I did it, buddy. You did it. Okay, let's see the damage. It's going to be uh, a, a chunk of quiche right here. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. Ooh, power attack crit as well. Technically, its name is Dwayne, so... <laughs> Both of these D6s are ones. Wow. <laughs> so minimum damage is going to be that. 36 points of uh, piercing damage or slashing. I don't know. Whatever talons are. Sounds like piercing. 36 points. 36 it's going to get a points. free attempt to grab Isla. Even with it, though it's staggered? It's free. It's free with a standard, yeah. Just, it just can't move. 36 points of damage to you and a free attempt to grab that is a 39 to grapple you. Oh, my God. Against CMD. Yeah, that definitely grabs me. You guys see this thing turn around and just unleash this one talent attack that breaks across Isla and at the same time is able to snatch her up. She is now grabbed in its talons. Fuck. I believe with Pathfinder rules, she gets moved towards it. Correct, right? The way that works with reach. I mean, I don't know the rule for yeah, that. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. If you have reach, she's now moved towards it. So I'm going to put her up uh, on the flying base with uh, the rock. Isla screams in terror. She's not used to being grappled yet. It always happens. Although this is Dwayne the Rock Johnson, so I can't complain that much. Nice. That's true. End of the Rock's turn. <laughs> Percy, you're up. Uh, I just want to say that doing a little research, it seems as though you could take a swift action uh, in between a full attack action. Okay. Because you can use a swift anytime you can use a free action. Also, something just real quick. It's really weird. I just remembered this. You can take a five foot step in between a full attack action. That's what I was thinking of. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, you we know that from now on. Oh, I, didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Huh. Um, or after a full attack action. Cool. Uh, well, I'm, yeah. I'm going to move. Oh, this is really bad. I'm going to quick clear my gun as a move action. Okay. Spending grip. grip point. Yep. Oh, God. All right. I'm just going to take a shot. Don't forget your plus four. I get a plus four to that. Yay. If only you rolled a critical on this guy and not the little one. I know. Seriously. Yeah, that's a 34 to touch. That definitely hits. <laughs> Roll me some damage. That's going to be 
18 points of damage, PMB, uh, six points of energy. All right. That's it. That's all I can, that's all I can do. Just the one attack. Okay. A, you're up. A will watch this drastic situation unfold, but she's also used to seeing Isla grappled by creatures. <laughs> it has happened a lot in the past. Yeah. It has. And she will reach out and cast spontaneous immolation on Dwayne. On the rock. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's the uh, save? It is a fortitude. Fortitude save. All right. That is a 23. Unfortunately, that does. So it's half damage. Okay. Go ahead and roll me that damage. It's not on fire now. It's less than what I normally roll for, but I wanted this thing to be on fire. But still uh, 15 damage. Halved. Is that? That's halved. So, yeah. so half of that. Mm-hmm. So seven. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, that's a standard action. Do you want to move at all? A will kind of pivot to the right, just to, okay. so that she can remain view or, or maintain view on the on Mr. Dwayne. Sure, come around to the right hand side. End of your turn, Salai. You're up, or and you're on deck. Um, okay, so Salai is going to cast Command Greater. So she's going to raise her tankard up and say, "Put her down." And cast Command Greater to yeah, drop Isla to drop Isla. Trap. Step on me, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You mean what? <laughs> it kills her. You said to put her down. It just outright kills her. Yeah, put her down. Kill her. Uh, so, this <laughs> spell, so this spell functions like command, except that up to one creature per level may be affected, and the activities continue beyond one route. Start of each uh, commanded creature's action. After the first, it gets another will save to attempt to break free. Okay, so it lasts longer, and you can you can do more creatures. And it's, and it's a level a higher, five. It's yeah. a higher DC. Um, okay. Um, what is it? A will save? It is a will save. All right. That is a natural two, so that's a 10. Yeah, it um, does not. You said put her down. That's not a command. It has to drop. Yeah, and I, I said, like, put her down. Well, there's, there's only op- there's certain options. Yeah. And you have wh- to pick one of them. So approach, drop, fall, flee, or halt. I said, so, like, to have him drop, do I have to, like, specifically say those words? No, but, like, I need to know which one you're meaning. Yeah, and I said, yeah. Yeah. She to, said drop. to drop. She drop. I said drop. that, like, five times. Okay, cool. Yeah. I didn't she hear did that. that. Yeah. Um, cool. Then when it gets to its turn, it will carry out that action. Do you want to move at all? No. Okay, you're gonna stay where you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, end of round three, Orin. I'm sorry. This is not a, a very. This is not Orin's ideal combat situation. Nah, dude. Things are flying. Yeah. Um, you gotta get like some potions of fly or something. He does. Orin's going to turn to. He's gonna move uh, to try to be right below where Isla is if he can get there. He's like that's like twenty feet away, right? Uh, something she's, like that. I mean, there. if you try to move first, you're gonna provoke. Uh, it's. Can it provoke while it's holding her? It's holding her a talon, sure. Can yeah, it, it provoke could defi- while it's staggered? Um, we have to look that up. I don't know. Um, Foz, get on that. Yeah, you you can provoke while it's staggered, but can you... I'll you, take it. You I'll can. Take it. It, has two cl- it has two talons and a beak. I'll yeah, take- but it's grappling. Yeah, you can still take attack time if you don't worry about Okay. I'll, I'll if it's st- grappled in its claws, why couldn't it lash out with a beak? I'll still, you know? I'll take the the provoke. You take it, okay. Um, I just want to move right below Isla. And listeners, if that's wrong, uh, let us know. Email us or tweet at us, and we'll never do it wrong again. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll do one beak attack on you. Um, I think it's last turn. It did power attack. Yeah, it has to. Be so it has attack. to have has to be power attack. So okay, that's only that's a pretty low modifier, but it is a natural nineteen, so it is a thirty-two. That's a miss. It's a miss. Fuck you! <laughs> yeah, do what you want to do. Uh, he's going to get right below Isla and uh, prepare for her to drop. So he is going to drop his sword. Okay. And ready in action. Uh, you're going to drop your sword. Where you're going to ready in action to try to catch her? Can I do that? Sure. As a stand, uh, If I can't do that as a standard, I will cast a spell. But I would like to ready the action to catch her before she's the ground. I will allow that. There'll be a roll for it, basically. Cool. All right. It'll, be, it'll probably be a CMB. 
cool. So to do it. My hero. And he'll say uh, to the flying Tyros, Tyros, stay with the girl. Like, go chase Isla, basically. Oh, gotcha. He's okay. flying. Yeah. Um, well, that's the end of Oren's turn and the end of round three. It is now Tyros's turn. He's going to stay put where he is. He's going to keep the distance so he's not within this thing's range because uh, it doesn't have a 15 foot reach. He has, he's actually on the edge of it. Um, but if he moves at all, he will provoke. He is actually going to still uh, throw a bomb at it, trying to uh, weaken it to a point. Yeah, before minus is like a 24. So it's definitely going to be able to hit that DC five. It's going to be 19 points of damage unless this thing can roll a good uh, reflex save. And it rolled a... Sh- oh, no. It rolled exactly 18. Mm. So it will take uh. half. So it will be nine points of damage. But he's going to stay put for his move action. He's going to try to keep a 15-foot distance but be nearby in case something happens. But doesn't want to provoke from it. Isla, your turn. You get a choice to either you can try to roll a CMB to escape the grapple or you can roll an escape artist. Or you could attack with uh, the dagger you have in your hand if you'd like to. Oh, yeah, because your rapier's still on the ground, right? Your rape, yeah. Her rapier's on the ground, like, right over here next to Percy. My sword's on the ground, too. Mm-hmm. One of those fights. But you could attack with a, I mean, a light weapon. drop me anyway next turn, so... Well, you don't know if it's going to drop you before or after it moves, because it could still do that. It has to drop on its turn. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, I'm not going to pull this some rinky-dink bullshit like that. It moves, I be the The first thing it has to do is follow the command. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Then... Could you okay, ready I'll... action to fall? Like to try to catch yourself or do like an acrobatic thing. Well, while falling, you can you can roll an acrobatic. Yeah, but you can't like yeah, nothing extra you could do there. Oh, okay. Just, yeah. So you can either try to break the grapple or you can try to attack it. I'll attack it. Okay. And just, did she take any minuses for being grappled? Yeah. Yeah. Minus. Uh, you are currently grappled, so you take a minus four to dex and a minus two to attack. So you're gonna take a total of minus four to attack off of your um your dagger to hit. Okay. I doubt it. Twenty one to hit. Just a miss. Sorry. Okay. That is your standard action. You can't move, so you are stuck. That's the end uh, of your turn. It is the rock's turn, so it is immediately going to drop Isla, which will trigger Oren's held action. Oren, go ahead and roll a uh, CMB for me. CMB. Don't let me down, Andrew. You let me down. <laughs> you let me down. <sighs> 22. 22 is not good enough to properly catch her. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, she's... As you leap out, you're not going to get pulled prone with her, but you're unable to fully get underneath her in order to kind of break her fall and catch her. She is going to take half the fall damage, but land prone. So you do break her fall a bit, but she's still going to take a little bit of fall damage. Um, You're going to take nine points of bludgeoning damage, Isla, as you almost are caught by Orin, but then fall to the ground and are prone. But you don't take nearly as much as you would have for the full height. Actually, I'm, I'm sorry. It's half that. It's four points, not nine. Excuse me. And then, well, the rock dropped. It can't take a full attack action. It's going to attack Oren with its one attack. I'm going to make it a power attack. Go for it. We're going to do it. You're not going to hit me unless you roll a natural 20. <laughs> or if I roll a natural 18, which makes it a math 32 to hit. That's a miss. What the fuck? I told you. <laughs> it has to be a natural 20. What the Damn. fuck? I spent the first two rounds buffing myself because I couldn't hit this thing. You have your armor enhancements and shield. And iron skin. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you made it. <laughs> Percy, it's it your was turn. All I can do, Percy, it's your turn. <laughs> Percy, it's your turn. Percy is gonna... Ah, oh, shoot. I only have one bullet left. It's fucking slow. I would have dropped someone off the cliff by now. Yeah. That was clutch, David. Fuck your sorcerer. What are you doing, Percy? <laughs> I'm going to use a little feat called Dead Shot. I'm going to pull both my uh, attack actions together, full attack actions, for one vicious shot. 
Ooh. Okay. Is this like the ranged equivalent of Vital Strike? I don't know. No, no it's usually used to overcome high DR. Oh. Um, so first attack. That's a critical threat. Nice. Well, of course oh it is. God. Roll to confirm. Natty 19. What? I thought that was a 17. <laughs> uh, natty 18 to confirm. <laughs> yeah, it's a confirmed oh, okay. critical. God, God damn it. Do you want bludgeoning or parasitic no. bitch? <laughs> I, get, I get to roll again because I get to combine the shots together. What the fuck does it matter? <laughs> you confirmed a crit. Because I get 2d8. I roll 2d8 if I confirm the next attack instead of 1d8. And, and that it, gets it, multiplied you get times double four. your modifier yeah. as well? No, 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 not double the modifier, but you get an extra die, and that would be... This is beautiful. Fine, just roll the next attack. (laughs) Josh's face of defeat. Natty six, so that's only a 14 to touch. It's still a hit. Oh, sweet. So so it's going to be 2d8. Plus 2d6, right? Oh, Oh my God. Uh, I choose... Sorry, I forgot to choose. Yeah, do you want bludgeoning or piercing? Piercing again. Stinger, normal damage, oh. which is times three for you. Yep. And target is sickened for 1d6 rounds. Oh, oh my Jesus God. Christ. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Five rounds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me do math. This is uh, everything. Just for everyone, sickened means it takes a minus two to attack, damage roll, saving throws, skill, and ability checks. That's beautiful. That's that's triple? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's going to be 87 points of piercing and bludgeoning. Oh, my God. (laughs) Percy, you wheel back, and you just aim right at this thing, and you these two shots right in a row, and you just blow the side of this thing's head off. And as it courses downwards, it hits the side of the nest, almost disrupting one part of it. You guys are just inside the line for where you need to be. Oh, oh my God. And part of the nest caves in, and this thing just topples, falling down the side of this mountain. Oh, hold on, hold on. And it is dead. Orn and Isla are on the other side of the line. Oh, you are? Okay, both of you roll reflex saves. Oh, Oh, no, I'm prone. I don't think being prone affects your reflex. Yeah, you can still roll reflex. It's fine. I need a a hero test, guys. This is my worst save. Here you go, Orin. Oh, I wish I had one. Right. This is for my 100 bottle caps. No, I have a hero dice. Oh, never mind. Uh, I'll use okay. it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to use this hero dice. Laura, your fl- reflex is really good. Yeah, I'm fine. Oh, yeah. You guys are just five feet over the line of where the nest hangs over the cliff. Would you allow me to do a stone shield to try to save or no? No. Okay. Just uh, got a hero dice and a regular Andrew, I swear to God. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not going to finish the sentence, but this is your fucking dice, man. I'll do the hero die first. Three, all right. My reflex save is a plus seven, so it's ten. That's a nine, so nineteen. You're good. Oh, oh thank God. <laughs> I said it at DC fifteen. Not oh, crazy hard, oh, but possible. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, oh my so God. as this nest comes like caving in on this side, Isla's really easily able to like push her foot into like one of the branches that makes up this nest and able to like, roll to one side really deftly and basically get back up onto her feet. Or at the last second, feels his foot slip, and he's able to, at the last moment, as this thing is falling down, push off of it, and just, and he grabs onto the side of the cliff with his, like, chest just barely up and over. You can see, like, the breastplate is digging into the stone, and you guys are able to go over and help Oren pull himself up, and you guys are safe. At the yeah, last second, he, like, he grabs a sword. It's like, something over. He's like, no! Yeah, it's like teetering, and you just grab it the last second. Grabs it by the blade, doesn't give a fuck. That's okay, you have a gauntlet on. I love that you didn't even ask for my reflex save. You're like, I'm sure she's fine. Oh, yeah, what did I roll? I could have, I could have forgot. Don't you have a, don't you have a... Okay, I have a plus 15 anyway, so I just But I rolled a 30, so we're good. Yeah, if you rolled a 1, it would have been a fail. Right. Should have sent you toppling over the edge, see what happens there. You do have a buddy who is flying, though, so it's possible. But after this happens, after the dust and everything is settled, Tyros kind of like 
ends up like you see him. He flies down and kind of like lands back on the ground. What do you guys do? Orin's like looking for Skelly. Yeah, I like gets herself up. Where's Skelly? Um, whoever wants out. to look for him, roll a perception check. If the light's calling out to him. Skelly? Skelly, are you here? So I? So I got 11. Oren? 20. Percy? 23. Isla? 14. And A? Uh, 13 for A. So as you guys are kind of all searching around, digging through bits of this, I think for story's sake, even though Percy rolled a better perception, Oren, you are digging around, and as you go over to an area that's kind of near where some of these big eggshells are, you see something kind of glint in the sunlight, and you go over and you see one of Skelly's daggers, and you pick it up, and you kind of rummage through that area, and you find just stuck in one of the branches is his little red hat. (gasps) What the fuck? What? Fuck. We're too late. What? What did you find? He turns around and shows you the dagger in the hat. No. This no, he's he's gotta be hiding. He's gotta be hiding around here. Fuck that. And he takes he takes the dagger and he starts cutting open these birds just to see if like by chance they swallowed him. Okay. Um Oh my god. You're just cutting it. You don't even give a shit, right? Yeah. Okay, you you spend the time, you cut into these things, or and you just get covered in blood and rock viscera, and you find plenty of interesting odds and ends inside of them of you know different creatures, but you don't see anything that resembles a goblin. Or Orin, maybe he ran. Is there anywhere he could have gone? How could he run? He, he was in its its grasp. They had him. Maybe they dropped him somewhere else. Didn't he have a potion of invisibility? I don't see how that would help. There are no signs of violence. No, I'm, I'm sure he just left. He probably got out. He's probably fine. Percy's gonna um, look over the edge of the cliff, just kind of like creep his way to the edge of the cliff and okay. get on his stomach and kind of just peer over just to see if you can see anything. Roll a perception check. Cocked. Cocked. Uh, 26. Yeah, so you get down and you're kind of all fours and you creep over where this uh, the edge of the cliff is and how this nest has just fallen away. And you look down... And there's a little bit where you see like a bunch of the bits of the nest have kind of like fallen on different like crags of rock and everything. And you look down and you don't see anything at first. But as you're kind of sitting there, the wind kind of rustling through, you do hear very faintly. Help! Help! Guys, he's over here! Where? I I think he's down there! Skelly, where are you? Fucking help! Skelly runs over to the edge. Can she see where he's at? Roll a perception check. Jesus Christ. Eleven. You cannot see him. Why does your perception suck so bad? You're a wisdom character. I know. I'm rolling like threes and twos. <laughs> <laughs> no. Tyros, Tyros, can can you fly down there and, and look for look for Skelly? I will say, if you have any more of that, can I have it? It's not prepared to be worked on anyone else. Um, and he goes over and he just kind of takes off. It is a minute per level, so he's got a little bit of time left. And he goes and he flies down. And you guys can hear there's like a very soft conversation happening kind of down the way. You can't necessarily make it out. And a few moments later, um, you see just... Flying on his own volition, coming up with a hand down by his waist and dangling from him is a tiny, green, uncapped little goblin as he comes up and sets him down. And Skelly immediately scrambles 10 feet forward and like, like just anchors himself and like digs into the nest because he's so scared of falling again. And Tyrus kind of like lands back down. Skelly's just sitting there just like, I fucking hate birds, man. I fucking hate him so much. Hey, are you good? Are you hurt? No, I'm good. I fucking lost my hat, though. Oren's wearing his hat. <laughs> it's like the tiniest, like, hipster beanie on Oren ever, because his head's so giant. He's got, his, he's got his arms crossed, just, like, scowling, like, fuming. Like, you could visibly see him breathing, just his torso, like, inhaling and exhaling, just, like, so pissed. Oh, going. hey, can I, can, can I have that back, bud? Don't ever do that again. Do what? Get grabbed by a giant bird off of your fucking back? Should have held on tighter. 
It was a big ass bird. No, you can have your dagger. I'm wearing the hat to the top of the mountain. <laughs> Give me the fucking hat. It's my hat now. It's not your hat. I earned that fucking hat. <laughs> God. You could take it. He just starts just clambering up. He's like, Give me the fucking hat, bitch. <laughs> Give me the fucking hat. And he's like at your head, like trying to grab I take it up. I'm just like holding it up over my head. <laughs> Fuck, fucking shit. God damn it. <laughs> this is what happens. No hat for a week. You're not my dad. Skelly, you really scared us. Oh, I'm sorry. There's big fucking birds up here. I know. It's not or your fault. pulls the hat over. He like noogies him with the hat. Just like blinds him. Like, ah, over his head. Shit. And he falls off your shoulder and like poof, into the nest. He's like, ah, fine. Snugs the hat down and like pulls his ears out of the two ear holes. He just like, nah, mine. Don't scare me like that. I'm telling you, we need to get a seat for me. <laughs> I could buckle up. It's not a terrible idea. We figured it out. It's just, I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, me too. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. They dropped me off, and then I just uh, dug my way into the nest. They couldn't get at me. Clever. Those birds are stupid. There's the big one wasn't here, though, so I'm glad that wasn't the case. Those were babies. You murdered its babies. And then you murdered it. Well, felt, felt good. They shouldn't have kidnapped you. Yeah, I mean, they just wanted to eat, but also, fuck them. Are you trying to make us feel guilty for killing the things that we're no, going to murder No, 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 fuck them. It's nature. <laughs> Listen, we have to get off of this mountaintop. But I thought they saw something in the nest. Something of value, potentially. I mean, maybe. We should check it out, no? While we're here, we might as well. All right. Do we have a way to get off of this? Well, we're on the same plane as where we're trying to go, right? As far as we know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys could also, like, like bamf back over to where you guys were okay. on the steps. Like, you can visualize it, so that's a possibility. Oh, yeah, let's turn this nest upside down. Yeah, if you guys want to search it, everyone roll a perception check. All also, right. we'll look in these innards of the... Uh... Unless you want to... I mean, it, I will say, it is starting to get dark. It's probably the last little bit where you guys will have normal vision. So if you guys take a 20, it'll be harder because uh, it takes 20 times as long to take a 20. So if you I just... already rolled. Okay. All right. Well, Salai? Salai got a 21. Okay. Oren? Uh, 14. Percy? 31. Isla? 15. And A? Is doesn't matter. Okay. All right. <laughs> doesn't matter. Um, between you guys, you're able to find a smattering of different coins. A lot of different coins. You find 40 platinum pieces. Ooh, okay. 455 gold pieces. Oh. 140 silver. All right, all right. Oh my and 100 God. copper. Sweet. Just all smattered about. Some of them are in like half burst open coin purses. Some of them are just like in the nest, like stuck in there. This stuff is just kind of smattered all throughout the nest. Um, it's as if like maybe they've eaten things that had gold on them, possibly. The interesting thing is um, Percy and Oren, you guys actually stumble upon what looks to be kind of like a couple sets of robes that have been kind of used to make parts of the nest. It actually looks like it was uh, part of where the nest uh, hung out over the cliff. You guys actually find these robes kind of intertwined in here and you kind of pull them out and you notice there are these like black, like very, very jet black robes and you guys notice as you pull them out, uh, you see two items come clinking down the side of the nest and you can tell it's two amulets, a single eye wreathed in tentacles. Oh, Oh, shit. Everybody gets one now. Yeah, yeah, I want one. In case we got to go through another portal. Yeah, we're going to need that. How, so we That's have really two more uh, amulets of the dirge. Yeah, it looks like a couple of the dirge got snagged by these guys and eaten. So <laughs> my, Sucks to be them. So who has an amulet right now? I have one. I have one. I do not have one. Who wants one? Does Kelly or Tyrus? Tyrus probably doesn't want one. Does Kelly want one? I don't think Skelly cares either way. 
It's up to you guys. I'll take one. I'll take one too. Okay, so Percy and Isla grab the other two amulets of Astygian Dirge. You guys have searched it thoroughly. Uh, what do you want to do now? A will look to Percy because she kind of noticed him studying the the Dwayne Rock baby bird or giant bird, and she'll say, "Percy, yeah." Um, normally in nature, it takes two to make two creatures to create others. Would the male did. Does, does this breed, do the males stick around their litter? Or I don't, I don't know the verbiage. They mate with themselves. <laughs> I think I understand. Josh is shaking his head. No. <laughs> no. That's not science. I don't know, Josh. Do, do they? I mean, Percy wouldn't know, but you guys can assume they'd probably reproduce like other birds. Um, there it would be two um, differently sexed uh, individuals, but you have no idea whether or not like the parent sticks around. You don't even know if this thing's male or female. You have no idea. You called True. it the mama. Yeah, I said that, but per- doesn't mean Percy knows. I don't know, hey. I really don't. I don't even know if that was male or female. We should be on the lookout just in case. Yes, I agree. Well, we should probably uh, find somewhere to sleep or at least find some sort of shelter. Maybe there'll be some at the top of the of the mountain that we were climbing back over there. And he points back in the direction of where the stairs were. Yeah, if you guys climb up the side of the nest, you can just barely make out where the stairs are down there. Um, probably about 700 feet for you guys. Well, maybe we should go back that way. Or we could stay here. I'm not sleeping here. It's covered in bird shit. Yeah, it stinks. It's like downtown Rigel. No thanks. <laughs> it's a bad idea. I mean, to A's point, we don't know if there's any more that might come back. I, I was just joking. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Well, um, do you guys have enough dimension doors? Because you can only do that once per day, right, Salai? It's, um, it's a domain spell, right? Yes, I do have teleport, so I can use that. I can take up to four people, but only four. It's also going to be dangerous because you don't have... That area is seen once. Do you have another one, no. David? Yeah, of course. Okay, so, so technically... I- how many spell slots do you have of Dimension Doors level? Another three. Yeah, I mean, you could technically Dimension Door some people, Dimension Door yourself back, and then Dimension Door again. you just be out of those spells. Yeah. So you could do it. Um, Percy, does your thing go far enough? Yeah, I'll just use my... Uh, it's the, a, mount, the Cape of the Mount Bank? Yeah, let me just... I just need to make sure that we don't get into a fight before... As long as it's, the total is over 700 feet, it's, I will allow you to do it's it. It's caster level nine, so that'd be the same. The same as that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, so cool. 760. Okay, so yeah. You could use the Cape of the Mount Bank for the day, and you could use a single cool. fourth-level spell slot? Fourth, yeah. fourth level? Cool. Cool. So, yeah, we're going to do the Cape and one fourth-level spell from A? Yeah. Cool. So, A is able to... You, she puts her hands on Tyros and Isla, and then Isla grabs Salai, and then you guys... You know, you tear open that rift in space, and you're able to step through, and you guys all appear back on the stairs. Uh, and then Percy's able to put his hand on Orin, who has... Skelly on his shoulder, cap included, and snap his cloak, and you guys bamf with this puff of smoke like Knight's Krula, and you land back on the stairs. There is a moment where you guys feel like appearing on these stairs, you feel like you're going to fall, but because the way Dimension Door works, it puts you exactly in the space you want to be standing on the stairs, so I imagine the uh, A and Percy could visualize everyone standing directly on some of the stairs. I'm cool with that. I'm not going to have you roll an acrobatics check and have you tumble down the stairs for the next, you know, to your death. Yeah. That would be stupid. <laughs> That'd be really dumb. But you guys are able to appear back on the stairs. It is now getting dark. It is very hard to see where you guys are going, so you're going to have to make haste. Okay. So if it. you guys would like to char- continue charging forward, it's going to be a little more dangerous. I might start to um, have some low DC climb checks. Possibly, depending on how fast you guys want to start moving. It's going to be really difficult to do in the dark. So just to be clear, we banthed to the exact spot we were previously on the exact stairs. spot. Okay. Yeah. It's visualizing where you guys are standing. Right. So Percy, would you care to lead the way with your torch? Yeah, let's do it. And he activates his Zion torch and uh, he's going to load his grappling hook back into his pepper box just in case. Okay. And start to lead the way and I'll start to climb swiftly. 
Yeah, do the other two, do the two casters have light prepared? Yeah. Good question. We have torches, It's insane too. to me that you don't always prepare light as one of your cantrips, Stephanie. I do. It's crazy. Yeah. Cool. So, okay. Got it. We'll say you guys can get around some of that because both of you can, uh, along with Percy's Ayun Torch, cast light, and you guys could continue to move forward moderately slowly, but it is getting very late. Uh, Shane, do you want something to say something? Well, I have 10 torches. I don't know if you guys yeah. would be fine climbing with a torch in one hand, but Skelly could definitely do it on my back. Yeah, Flint, you have some Flint and Steel. You could probably light it up so Skelly could also hold it. You guys have you guys have enough light, I think. I don't even think we need the torches. I think we're good between... I'm not going to use the torches ever. I have dark vision. <laughs> okay, so you guys are able to progress. It's going to take you... I mean, you guys have no idea how long it's going to take to get to wherever like you guys are headed towards. But as the sun is going down... Uh, you can see as the mountains are bathed in oranges and purples and everything, and eventually, like, it gets dark. And Percy, you know, activates his Ayun Torch. Salai and A both cast uh, light on probably A's staff and Salai's tankard. And you guys are slowly able to continue to climb up these stairs. You guys do this for probably at least another hour. Damn. Slowly going up into the mountains. Ooh. Until eventually, uh, Percy, you're leading the way. Mm -hmm. In the dark, you're just kind of in this habit. You've been going straight up these stairs for so long prior to this rock encounter and this hour to an hour and a half afterwards that you're not even thinking about what's in front of you. You're just going. You're just moving. And there's a point where you reach upward to get the next step and your hand just goes forward and you almost lose your footing because you'd go to brace yourself on the next step with your hands and there's nothing there. And you just, your hand hits like a landing on top and you kind of skid for a second and or in behind him you feel like some rocks that he kicks down kind of like clink against your armor and everything. And Percy, you have now felt there is a flat surface in front of you. He's going to whisper down, guys, we're here. And then he'll climb his way to the top and make a perception check. Okay, go ahead and roll a perception check. That is 24. Okay. As a human with the torch, you can make out there is a small landing here. It looks as if it curls off to the right-hand side with these large crags of rock that go out from its right-hand side over the cliff on your right and curling up and over the path. Looks as if it's not necessarily a tunnel, but there's this carved area out of stone that goes off to your right-hand side until blackness where you can't see because you don't have dark vision. He's going to help the rest of the group get to the top and then kind of just keep an eye in that direction. Okay. You guys are all able to get to this landing. It's cold up here. You guys are high enough in the mountains to where the wind comes through and it is cutting through all of your clothing. It is very chilly. You guys feel like if this was anywhere else in the world, it would be snowing here because of where you guys are at. It's just not the climate for it. But you guys begin, I imagine you begin to slowly walk down this landing, correct? Yeah. So you guys walk over this kind of covered cliff, probably something like 20 minutes. It winds around to the right, then back to the left, back to the right to where you're flanked by two cliff faces on either side. You guys are now going deeper into the mountains here. Um, You're no longer climbing up. You're just continuing further in. You guys do this for probably 30 minutes. Nothing necessarily stands out to you. You maybe hear hear a couple bird calls or the tumbling of different rocks, but all you guys are doing is slowly walking almost in the dark, which is the light of uh, the light spells and the iron torch, and you're all just trying to stay warm because how cold it is and how accustomed you've gotten to being in the desert. Until as you guys move through the mountains here, flanked by cliffs on either side, squeezing in to sm- through small spaces, moving through this path, as Tyros continues to say, like, he doesn't know the way from here. He just knows the general direction. He knows about these stairs. This is your guys' best bet. As you guys turn a craggy corner, flanked on either side by these tight stone walls in these mountains, 
this area opens up into probably a 40-foot wide, almost like a clearing, but just flanked by mountains on all sides. Across from you guys, from where you enter, this tiny slit in the rock, carved directly from the mountain stone here, flanked on either side by towering crags and pillars of stone, rests a beautiful and perfect arch. Carved statues and boss reliefs surround the arch, all laid into the stone here, and a field of red dahlias cover the ground with a small, well-worn footpath through the center. There is no tunnel, there is no hole, there is no entrance through the arch at all, just a solid slab of smooth stone with a circle of symbols surrounding one particular symbol at the center. It is eerily quiet here. This area is completely sheltered from wind and other weather. You're just left in this open clearing. Imagine like the the carvings here look like, have you guys ever seen like the, the pictures of like Petra in the Middle East? That's like, it's carved into the, into the stone. Yeah. It's not built off of it. It's carved into mm-hmm. it. But there is no entrance here. But there is just this field of red dahlias growing with this small footpath in between it that leads toward the archway. So Lai walks forward up to these carvings to get a closer look at them. Okay, roll a fortitude save. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. Like, oh, I'm kidding. God. It's so easy to get you guys. Um, okay, what do you do? Somebody's like, ah! I literally just froze right now. I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> um, so yeah, she's going to get closer to inspect them. Does anything about the designs or anything look familiar? Uh, roll a perception check. 18. 18. Um, nothing about necessarily the design of it necessarily seems familiar. It, it feels very old. Um, if you've ever gone somewhere and seen something that is like extremely old, it, it's that immediate, slightly ominous feeling of like, it's very strange that someone thousands of years ago was the people who built this. Mm-hmm. It gives you that kind of feeling immediately. These statues don't necessarily stand out to you. Like they are humanoid in shape, but... You don't recognize any of it. Laid into this circle at the center of the arch, kind of just about face level, are 11 symbols and one symbol at the center. With the 18, the symbol at the center, it isn't exactly the thing you've seen before, but it does remind you of the three sparks, the three stars. It does remind you of that, but there's no flower around it, as you saw with like the Telemazar's family sigil. But you do see 11 symbols. Including the one in the middle. Uh, the, the middle in the middle would be 12. Gotcha. Yes. Um, can I do a detect magic uh, on everything? Uh, sure. All right, I'll hold it for three rounds, whatever. Uh, yeah, you can. You get a faint aura, I would say, of abjuration off of the arch specifically. What does or know about abjuration? Can I do like a knowledge check or something? Um, I mean, you you would understand based off of your kind of basic knowledge, um, being someone who casts arcane spells. Abjuration is the magic of like wards. It's like a protection magic. So traps. Yeah, uh, yeah, sometimes, but mostly it's like um, seals, shields. Uh, yeah, it's like, like um, like how what am I like? I believe like dispel magic is an abjuration spell and stuff like that. Does it seem um, like a magical trap to me? Uh, you wouldn't have any. You don't have. I don't think you'd have any knowledge of magical traps. You wouldn't uh, know. You just know it's abjuration. But Percy does. Sure, I'd mention this uh, to Percy. Sure, cool. Percy's gonna take a peek. Uh, go ahead and roll a perception check for magical traps. I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat have. him. I'm gonna eat him. Um, I'm not going to allow the aid because you don't have the ability to look for magic traps. That's a specific. He has that from his trait. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I'm not going to allow that aid. Sorry. I probably wouldn't have made it. <laughs> uh, 35. Okay. Uh, Salai, what are you doing when you're up there? Salai continues to just kind of inspect and look around. And then she turns around to Tyros and says, the red dolly is this design. This is like your family's sigil, isn't it? Does this mean anything to you? You can tell he's very uncomfortable kind of being here. 
Nothing specifically. We can more or less trace our lineage back to the Dalians, and that's why we adopted that particular sigil. But I have no knowledge of what any of this means. This is... This is Dagos's forte. This is either a portal or it is a trap. The magic resonating from this arc is abjuration. Percy, you would know with your role, it's not trapped. Okay. Yeah, or I don't, I don't see any traps here. It's probably, like you said, some sort of portal. I mean, there's nowhere else to go. And Percy kind of looks around. Must be warded. This, I don't know, might be a stretch. But all those notes that we found down in the laboratory where you guys were creating the portals, they talked about the Dalians using the rift for some sort of, oh, what did it say? Some sort of... A rite of passage. Yeah. Do you think this might have something to do with that? I mean, as far as I know, this is the entrance to the Acropolis. I, I don't understand why this would be a dimensional gateway. I agree. But what we learned about the Acropolis was there are protections set up for this place. This could be the first one. Percival, you were confident this is not a trap. Yeah, it's, it's not trapped. There must be some way to get through. Some sort of trigger... I think we should sleep on it. Probably a good idea. Tyros kind of walks up to the archway and kind of like runs his fingers along um, this circle of all these symbols and like pulls out this like bit of moss that has just grown in this little circular groove and just pulls it out and kind of like wipes it away. And he kind of smiles and goes, <laughs> it's the Zodiac. The Zodiac. Holy shit. At least these 11 and the 12th in the center. Mm. So what does it mean? Anyone have knowledge of nature? Me. Yeah. I rolled 14. 14? Percy? 27. 27. Uh, so yeah, you go through and you 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 look at each one of the, the symbols you see, and I'll just name off the different symbols you see. You see a pentacle. Uh, you see a sword. You see a scorpion. You see a trident. You see a set of twins. You see a set of scales. You see a maiden. You see what looks like a scythe. You see a four-horned beast. You see a hammer, and you see what looks to be a bow. And at the center, the symbol in the middle with the three stars, is an eye. I fucking knew it. <gasps> had to be. It had to be. Oh my God. This lines up with the standard 12 constellation zodiac that you would know just from living on this particular planet. These are all the different symbols of the zodiac, like you said. And look, this this in the center, this is an eye. Percy pulls out the necklace of the Stygian Dirge, kind of looks at it, just kind of messing around. He kind of like places the... Necklace. I want to like hold, hold his hand off before he gets there. Okay. Percival, I think we should sleep on it. All right. None of us are at our best at this moment. Maybe it's not the best time to try to get through this doorway. You may be onto something, but yes, I love right. All right. Well, let's get some sleep then. As Percy and Orin are standing there, roll a perception check. Oh dear. Percy? 35. And Orin? I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm just so mad at Andrew right now. That's a 15. <laughs> that's a 13. 13? Okay. Percy, you would notice this. Um, you can see very finely in just very small script carved around the inside of the circle that is now visible after Tyros cleared away the moss and the growth in here. There seems to be some type of script. Is it legible to me? Uh, what languages do you speak? Draconic, Elven, and Dwarven. Nope. Common. Guys, there's some writing here. We just got. Let's just check it out before we go to bed, real quick. Is it giant or orc? Nope. Then I don't know either. <laughs> Is it Aquin, Abolith, or Draconic? Nah. It's it's not Abolith? Nope. Oh. Is it orc, giant, or celestial? No. How about you, Way? What you got? Oh, you got the dictionary, the Carthine uh, Traveler's Dictionary. Is it Carthine? Carthine? She doesn't speak it, but she knows what it looks like. It is not Carthine. Huh. 
the hell? I know I... Sp- oh, there. Duh. Um, uh, is, is any of it a bizzle? No. Okay. Um, let me actually have everybody roll just a straight intelligence check. Well, my character's not smart. <sighs> nope. I'm going to roll for Skelly just for fun. That was fun. <laughs> Sly. Sly's a dumbass and got a six. Oren? 20. And Skelly? 15. Percy? 18. Isla? Six. And A? 15. Okay. Oren, you did spend some time in a particular place where you would recognize some something very similar to this. These symbols and this writing looks almost exactly the same as the ramblings and strange symbols all over the cell of the starved man. Oh, it's almost my God. exactly the same. <gasps> what? In the lab below the Telemazar estate in Doab. What the fuck? This is what's on the walls, underground. I've seen this before. Wait, in the cell? Yes. That was all gibberish. It didn't... Oh, no. These are characters. This was the language. Tyros, can you make anything of this? I have no idea. Whatever it is, I can't read it. Salai, don't don't you have something for this? I do, I do. Hang on. Tyros, what... Who was the person in the middle cell? He was another patient we were experimenting on. He lost his mind. So Salai is going to pull out a scroll of Comprehend Language. Okay. And use it. Okay. You pull out the scroll of ruin your GM's life. <laughs> um, <laughs> you utilize the magic within the scroll. You watch it kind of, and the scroll kind of dissipates into nothingness. And as you start to read over these words, it's interesting. You know what they say. You understand them. But as you start to kind of hear the words form in your head, it almost starts to fill you with this unease and this dread. Something... Not of this world. It says, At the brink of midwinter, with nothing to show, the light of Azar Elrandir reveals all it knows. One more time, it says, At the brink of midwinter, with nothing to show, the light of Azar Elrandir reveals all it knows. What the hell is Azar Elrandir? Percy, what'd you roll on that nature check for, um... 27. 27? Okay. Actually, we'll we'll say this. Salai, roll a knowledge religion, please. Mm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Ugh. All right, it wasn't that bad. I got a 17. 17? Yeah, I think 17 is good enough. Elrandir is actually another name for Aridin in Elvish. Oh. Elrandir is. Elrandir, yeah. We don't know what Azar is. You don't know what Azar is. You've never heard of that before. Oh, this is making me... Are you okay? Yeah, I just don't like this. Sorry, I don't know why. It just makes me feel really uncomfortable. Do you have linguistics, Soleil? I do. Like, have a rank in it? Yeah. Uh, you can roll it, see if you can identify what language this is. Okay. You don't get that from Comprehend Languages, but... Ooh, natural 20 for 25. Ooh. 25? Okay. Um, this is Aklo. A-K-L-O. Aklo. This is a language born from the deepest regions of the spheres and the deepest regions of space. It's unknown what, really where it comes from. Oh. I've never heard of it. What? Yeah, it's Aklo? extremely rare. A-K-L-O. Yeah. Orin has his hand on Celia's shoulder, like staring intently at what she's reading while she's reading it. And he's just like squeezing like, good girl, Sally. Good job. It's written in, in Aklo. Um, Aklo. Never even heard of it. It's incredibly rare. I, I don't even think anyone knows where the language comes from, originates from. Strange. Like no one speaks it. What, why is this written here? And it's talking about, I mean, I think it's talking about Aridin. Aridin. Yeah. It, Interesting. It's talking about. Azar Elrander. Yeah, Elrander. That's close. Elrander. It's talking about Azar Elrander, which in Elvish, I mean, that's Aridin, says that at the a brink of winter with nothing to show. Don't say it. Not yet. We should wait till tomorrow. Okay. It might open the portal. Just to be safe. 
Percy, when you hear uh, the name Elrandir, uh, went through 27 nature about the Zodiac, that is the 12th symbol of the Zodiac. Elrandir? Yes, Elrandir. It is also known as the Wandering Eye or the Wandering Star. So Percy will tell the group about that. Is Azar, is that an elvish word too? No. Is there anything that I could roll in regards to that word? If you have linguistics or no. history, maybe. No. I feel like At it, best. I feel like Azar would be a title. It sounds like a title. Like I said, linguistics or history. I don't think it's I would allow. While everyone was discussing it, A's kind of been hanging back and running her hands through the flowers. She feels like she's in her element, actually, a little bit. She loves flowers. And just being like in this, you know, late night, the wind's blowing and I'm assuming it's blowing through this area. No, I actually said uh, it's completely flanked by mountains oh, okay. uh, and cliffs here. So it's actually like super still in this area. Okay. Like well, probably, probably like abnormally still. Creepy still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, in that case, it's it's still kind of a meditative state. And A is touching some of the Dalian flowers. And she she says, Salah, you said the middle of winter, the dead of winter. Mm-hmm. I think that's a rough translation. So the solstice. And they talk about light. Light was mentioned, potentially. At the brink of midwinter, with nothing to show, the lights of Azar Elrandir reveals all it knows. It sounds like a riddle. It does. It sounds like at the darkest time, there's a light. Which sounds like the solstice when there is no light. Right. Hmm. So we gotta wait to the solstice and the portal will open, hopefully. Potentially. I don't think so. I think we can get through this portal if we want to. I mean, really want to. The that... solstice is tomorrow this year. There's no way to know, Orin, but you might be right. Um, at, this, at the same time, this big event is kind of what we've all been moving toward, correct? And with that, you mentioned rite of passage, like an ascension. It can't be ironic that we're on a mountain. I think that was Salai. Oh. Also, just as a note, um, it's the day after tomorrow that is the solstice. It is the 20th. The solstice this year happens on the 22nd. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or his birthday is tomorrow, technically. We have to Aww. stay until midnight. No, we don't. Happy birthday. Oh, shit, I didn't bring cake up the mountain with me. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, you have spells for that. Crazy food and water. Crazy food and water. Yeah. Yeah. Cake. cake and soda. <laughs> Gross. Horn's yeah. like, could it please be funfetti? <laughs> um, Salai is just like running over the all of the words in her head. The light and the dead of winter. Do you think we need to reflect some sort of light onto it? It's possible. I'm only just brainstorming. It just... You're right, though. It sounds like a riddle. I just... I don't know how to solve it. Let's sleep on it. I would agree. I don't want to accidentally solve it before we are rested. And we're not sure if we're ahead of our uh, enemies or however. We saw the tracks, the feet. Can Percy roll another survival check up here to see if uh, there are any other tracks? Sure. We've seen no one along the mountain. I don't think we are dealing with pilgrims here. It's uh, 17. Uh, the only footprints you see are obviously the people in your group. Really? Yep. Interesting. Well, I guess we have a lot to think about. I will stay up as usual. If I think of anything before the morning, I will let you know. Sounds good. So you guys set up the pavilion? Yes. Orin stays up. Orin didn't take a nap yet today, huh? So. I do. While you're, it takes two hours to set up the pavilion. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so you guys set it up. There's probably some time that you guys sit around the fire with what you know could be the last night before you guys charge in here. Oh my god. And we'll go ahead and do that right after the break. Oh, ah! <laughs> oh my god. 
Hey there, my friends. It's your boy and your friendly neighborhood game master, Josh, here. Thank you all for tuning in to episode 31 of the pod called Quest. Just a couple of things to take care of here today, folks. First off, as you heard me mention at the start of the show, we're adding a brand new reward for all of our $10 exemplar patrons. Each month on the 1st, we'll be posting a poll on our Patreon page where any of our $10 donors can vote for which player character will get the following month's Patreon hero die. The poll will be open all month and the winner will be announced during whichever episode we record first during that next month. We're really trying to take the time this year and reevaluate all the rewards we have for our patrons and try to make sure you all are getting what you truly deserve as much as possible. Oh, and we might be adding another tier sometime soon, so keep your ear to the ground for that. So if you want to get involved in the vote or just want to get your hands on our other exclusive content, go check out patreon.com slash podcalledquest and check out the rewards and benefits. And of course, we couldn't have an intermission without me telling you to say hi over on Twitter and Instagram at podcalledquest to check out all of our free stuff over at podcalledquest.com. Maybe give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and maybe, if you feel like it, tell a couple of your friends. We're really pushing to grow the show as much as possible this year, hopefully before our one-year anniversary in July, and any little bit helps us reach new people and new friends. As always, a huge shout out to Sirenscape and Larian Studios for the killer sound effects and music, and another big thank you to all the other composers whose music we use via Creative Commons. You can find a full attribution document of all of them, both at podcalledquest.com slash music, and in every episode's show notes. Alright everybody, it's a short little break today. Once again, thank you all for listening and to our patrons for believing in us. We will see you all next week, Friday, January 31st, for episode 32. Have a great weekend, folks. All right, so you guys are able to set up the pavilion. Oren takes a little nap while you guys are doing that. And eventually, once the pavilion's set up and you guys get a little fire made, you guys kind of set this up over kind of where the entrance to this area that you guys came in from is, where you kind of a vantage point to there. But uh, I would imagine you guys wouldn't set up the, the pavilion and the fire, like, on top of the flowers that are here. You would imagine you'd do it off to the side. Um, would you guys have enough room to do that? Just enough. It's a small clearing here, but you guys set up the fire. And at this point, I mean, this is likely to be the last peaceful night you guys have before you have to charge into whatever is going to be ahead of you guys. Yikes. You guys are all sitting around the fire. What's going through everybody's head? Death. Yeah. I mean, what everybody sees is Elijah staring at the fire and like not making eye contact, but she's really scared right now. I could just see Oren staring across the fire at Salai and her being like enveloped in her books or her notes, not breaking eye contact with her. He, she's not looking up at him, but like Percy's drinking out of his flask and Oren will like, without looking, just like nudge him on the arm, take a swig, still staring intently at Salai and then passing the swig to Skelly. He takes a little drink. Yeah. And then uh, passing it back to... Yeah, he, he, he actually passes it off to the person sitting on his left, with his, which is Tyros. And Tyros kind of gives him a funny look and gives him a nod and takes a drink. And you guys watch as the flask goes all the way around. When it gets to Salai, does she take a drink? Uh, she takes it and just looks at it for a little bit. And then she takes a very long drink from it. You take a long drink from it. You pass it to A. She takes a drink. Pass it to Isla. And Isla inevitably passes it back to Percy. There's just a little bit left at the bottom. Percy uh, kind of shakes it a little bit. Raises it up to the group. Well, this is it. And he dumps it out into the fire. And it, he watches it goes up. You can see the sparks and everything kind of fly upwards. You guys look as this kind of, for just a moment, there's this large pillar of flame that kind of goes up with this hefty whiskey that Percy has on him. Your flask now empty. Eventually the fire kind of comes back down. 
and you guys are left just sitting around the fire. May we be in the afterlife, in the great beyond, before Phrasma knows we are dead. He nods at Percy. Tyrus. Tyrus kind of avoids Oren's eyes as he says this. He stands up, dusts herself off, and looks around the group, casts the spell and reaches into the fire and pulls some of it out, and holds it out, and looks at all of you, and says, Let's not make this a morose night. We are with everyone we hold dear. I love you all. And as this burns in my hand, it is the love that I share with you, Tyros. I do not know you, but I assume that you shared this love with your brother. He just nods really slowly, not looking at you. But death has been on our mind this whole time. But as all things go in cycles, that should bring us comfort that we are all sitting in a circle with those that others do not have the fortune to share with. So she throws the fire up into the air and lets it float. That's the prestidigitation spell that I can never fucking say. Yeah. God it's like a small, it. yeah. it's yeah. a small little flame, like big enough to like balance on like your finger or whatever. And you guys watch as it just kind of like curls and twists above the, the flames and the smoke that rises up off the campfire. And as she does that, she starts humming a song and she looks at Oren and hopes that he would join in with her in this song that he's been teaching her on the road. I think he's shocked. And after probably a whole go around of this song, he'll join in. And A kind of starts to, you know, like dance like she does. And she begins picking like the dolly and flowers and puts them in your guys' ears or in your hand as she goes around the fire. Oren's not humming though. He's, he's singing the words okay. while you're humming. Awesome. Per- Percy's going to be stamping his feet to kind of the, the beat of the song to kind of try and keep rhythm with everybody. Yeah. I was just smiling watching everybody. Yeah, and we could try and like kind of lead you guys into like at least the humming rhythm of the of like kind of his I don't know, what would you how would you describe it? Would it be like a work song or a battle song or it's it's closer to like a a, a song that you would do in like work or in labor, but it's it's like a shanty, like a really solemn, slow mm-hmm. shanty. So is humming along, um, still like curled in on herself a little bit, but she's smiling and just a couple of tears coming down her face while she's trying to enjoy this moment. Tyros is just staring into the fire, not singing, not looking at any of you. I mean, he's he's barely moving at all. Damn. None of us, out of all the alchemy we have, none of us have distilled any alcohol anymore, huh? <laughs> you haven't had anywhere to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything. Nah, it's all good. It's just like, you know, like A kind of carries on with as, as long as she can and, and then she'll kind of, you know, Pull back and sit down. After things kind of quiet down a little bit and the humming has stopped, Isla just kind of looks around and says, no matter what happens tomorrow, I just want you all to know that it's been an honor to be your captain. It's been an honor to serve in your crew. I I hope more than you guys know, I I really hope that nothing happens. But look, I, I, I um, I haven't been given much by, you know... The gods, fate, universe. Um, sorry. Um, and it feels like everything I have been given has just been taken away from me. And I don't know what lesson the gods are trying to teach me. Um, but whatever happens, I'm glad I've known every single one of you. And I don't care if it's spite or or malice or, or whatever that has convinced all the gods to keep taking everything away from me. Um, but I'm not going to see it as punishment. I feel lucky. It's all been a blessing, knowing every single one of you. And I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that nothing happens to any of you tomorrow. 
I want you to know either way. I love all of you guys so much. Why aren't you looking at me? I can't. You looked at everyone else. I've been looking at you the whole time. Orin, don't. It's... I've almost lost every single one of you. Whether it's at the hands of someone else or almost by choice, I, I don't know. Look, I care about every single one of you. And I don't know if any of you guys care about me the same way that I care about any of you. Um, but look, Orin, I, I know you tried to leave and it wasn't that long ago. But however you feel about me, us, this family that we have, it doesn't matter. I just, I want you to know how much you all mean to me. I would do anything for you guys. I'll never abandon any one of you, no matter what. Salai, I think we can safely say you're the glue that holds us all together. And any one of us would fall on a sword for you. You don't need to doubt that ever. And no matter what happens to us, we'll always be together. So don't worry. We have no choice but to be victorious tomorrow. Victory doesn't look like seven people sitting around a fire. It might look like six or less. But this is what we signed up for. We know that if it is the last thing we could do, we would do it. Because if we don't, no one else will. I know. That means that if one of us falls, then we have to finish the job. This is bigger than any one of us. I know that, and that's what's so scary. If one of us falls, then we carry that person. You've carried us long enough. Let us carry you now. No one's getting left behind. That's not what our group does, never has, never will. But I agree with Oren that this mission is too important. And we can't let ourselves get distracted. But like you said, I already feel like a winner. No matter what happens. Because I got to go on this journey with all of you. Yeah, like maybe, um... Like, I don't know a lot about magic, but like... The thing to help bring Pisces back? Maybe like have it at the ready this time. I'm already ahead of you. Alright. I think we'll be extra cautious, that's for sure. I mean, on the grand scheme of things, guys, when it comes to goblins' lives, I'm older than all of you for my race, so I'm good. <laughs> I never did anything worth anything before I met you people, so I guess that's the way I I, I like a like thank you. I guess <laughs> I don't know. This might be the most important thing any of us ever do. Maybe, oh. or it's the stupidest. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we all have grander plans. To be honest, I have something to ask. Shoot. Tyrus is still staring into the fire. He's kind of leaning forward. I imagine you guys are all just like sitting like cross-legged or like leaning back on an elbow or something. He's just sitting cross-legged, like leaning up on his his elbows on his knees. And he's just staring at the fire. Whatever happens, if I die and his eyes shoot up to Salai, don't bring me back. Promise um, me. Look at me. If I die, I want to stay dead. Okay. Let's hope nothing happens. I've lived for over two centuries. My parents are dead. My brother is dead. There's nothing else to live for anymore. If I die, I want to stay that way. So I just nods at him. Me too. What? Yeah, what? That's it. Me too. No. Why? It's not up to you. Orin, are you sure about that? You're part of a family. You're not allowed to just choose when you stay dead. I'm not going to die. I can't. Don't waste it on me. Don't fucking listen to him. You're being stupid. I know what I'm doing. Don't fucking joke. You get all dour and serious like this. You freak me out, man. Don't do that. Like A said, there's no reason to be all dour. We've made it this far, right? I mean, we are charging into the uh, proverbial lion's den, but, you know. We've faced a lot of bad shit, and we've done pretty well. I think we have a really good shot. Yeah, as long as we stay positive and stick with each other, 
Hey, Orin, uh, for your studies of, like, battle history, how many times have good vibes won a fight? Never. See? I'm not basing this off of good vibes. I'm basing it off of the fact that we're badass, okay? And that includes you, Skelly. Have some confidence. All right, whatever you say, lady. I think we can do this. Let's not charge in assuming one of us is going to die. We're a team. If we stick together, we can do anything. And all great stories start with a leader lifting up his troops. There's never like, a, oh, let's go into battle. You're going to die. I'm sorry. It's just the way the world works. I disagree. I mean, in the stories. Yes. I've had plenty of elders tell me I was going to die. Oh, well. Whether in battle or on a hunt. But not in a pep talk or a pre-battle. I don't know what they're called. I've never been. <laughs> when you get into a fight. Like that movie Braveheart. <laughs> on the scro- I don't know what a movie is. On the scroll Braveheart. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a book. When you get into a fight, someone is armed and you are not. You're caught off guard. Maybe you are naked. The best thing to do is assume you're going to get cut. That way, you're not surprised when it happens. But it is better to be cut than be stabbed. Orin, I can't just not bring you back. That is your choice. I cannot stop you. Why don't you want to come back? Why are you always trying to run? I've never run from anything. You know this. It's like you're always trying to run from us. I don't understand. I think you should get some rest. You don't know what you're saying. Things are more complicated than you'd like to believe. Maybe that's what the gods are trying to teach me. And so I just gets up and goes into the tent, the pavilion. Orin just turns to Isla. Did I say something wrong? I think Celia is trying to figure out why you always seem to want to do everything on your own. You know we're always going to come to your aid. You shouldn't be surprised anymore. And you know Celia especially is not just going to let you go down without trying to bring you back. We know you're the guy who's going to lay down on the wire so someone else can crawl over you. But it doesn't mean that we're not going to pick you back up after you lie down on that wire. Well, unless Phrasma has other plans for him. I hope you'll know that I am not looking for avenues to die. Well, good, because I could give you one if you really wanted to be that stupid. (laughs) Better me than some weird interdimensional strange globby thing. (sighs) It would mean more coming from you. But you gotta know, buddy, like, we're gonna try. And he, like, looks at Tyrus, he's like, no offense, like... We don't really know him. And so honoring his <laughs> wish to stay dead, he's kind of easy. Sorry, bud. No offense. And Tyrus just like puts his hand up and like nods, still staring at the fire. But you? Like, we're going to try. You're part of a group. You're part of a family. Those are the times you don't get a choice, bud. Maybe you're right. I would like to think I have other plans, but so do the gods. And Whatever happened to fuck the gods? I mean, fuck them still, yes, but my plans don't have as much weight as theirs do. Yeah, I guess you're right. Orin, I know you're being selfless, but you have to remember that we all care about you, and to let us help you is part of that. I understand, Captain. All I'm saying is that if one of us follows in battle tomorrow or the next day, if there are still people, still enemies to be felt, do not let a death be a distraction, because this may be the only opportunity that we have. I understand. You're right. But at the same token, I'm not going to let anyone get left behind. That's just as important. You have my permission to leave me behind. If it means that you succeed. I appreciate that. But you're silly to think I ever would. I don't think you are going to be the difference between us succeeding and not if you were to fall. Well, if there's something Isil taught me, which is why we've been on this insane journey, it's that one person can serve the greater good. Forgive me if I may speak for the man, but if there is in fact a djinn on top of this mountain and we do get a wish as much as we would like to, 
I don't think Aizul would like to come back. Same for Aldrin. I think you're right. That was never on my mind. Um, did we ever want to talk about, like, the whole wishy, genie, hoopajoop thing? If we cannot decide on something that we all agree on by tomorrow, we should not wish at all. I mean, do we, like, know that we get a witch? No, we don't. We don't know anything for sure. So I guess, like, it would be betting in the off chance that we do, we should have something in our back pocket lined up. Makes sense. I suppose. Ideally, no one would get one. Not us. But, like, if we did get one, though. But, like, if we did get one, though. Think about it. I don't want to waste it. What would you wish for, Skelly? Oh, I wouldn't be a good candidate to be wishing because I am selfish and small. <laughs> but also honest. Yes. So I would wish for something that would benefit me. Which would be top three. Top three? If I had three wishes? Just top three first wishes. Top three first wishes. That's confusing. Not three wishes, but if my top three choices to make a first wish. Yes, if the gin was if like, no, not one that was one. No, yeah, yeah. Okay, like, oh, well, no, my top that. three first wishes. <laughs> one, I would want to live forever. Really? You wouldn't wish yes. for more genies? No, that's a rule. You know you can't do that. Nah. You can't wish for more. I would. No, you can't do that. They would say, no, wrong, can't. Yeah, see, and then they'd be like, all right, top three wishes. First one, live forever. I don't have a lot of life. I would like to continue to live. I enjoy being alive. Fair. In fact, if any of you people come upon anything that would make me live longer, I would very much appreciate it. You could retire. Well, no, like goblins get old at like 15. There is magic for this. Yeah, exactly. I would like to not die. I would like to live as long as fucking possible. Okay. Number two. Orin pulls out a notebook and writes something down. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, um, how about like a lot of money? These are very boring wishes, Skelly. Yeah, but like I'm a goblin. I didn't have anything. I I came from nothing. More from you. Better breath, hygiene. Hey, fuck you, man. I I brushed my teeth real good until you took your toothbrush back. Perhaps more people who would be willing to do favors. Stop it. Gross. Jeez. I'm just saying these are very simple wishes. Take it up with Calistria. I don't. (laughs) Fuck off. Maybe I will. Um, Those would be my first two. Yeah. He, like, throws his hand out. He's like, ah, the third one. What? And he kind of like, yeah, shit. I always wanted to have real friends. And I don't have to wish for that. So, thanks, guys. God damn it, Skelly. Skelly. But the first two, live forever and be filthy rich. Yeah, those, I love that. But the (laughs) friends, I'm good. (laughs) I'm glad you feel that way. It's true. You've grown on me. You are ashamed to goblins everywhere. You're damn fucking right I am. A cat might even like you now. I doubt it. Uh, I'll convert. As long as it's not a dog. I may not like goblins, but I get the whole dog thing. I fucking hate dogs. Mm. Fuck dogs. What would you wish for, eh? Um, You're number one. What would you pick? That's hard. Um, One wish. What? I mean... I'll go. I thought A was going. <laughs> time's up. <laughs> <laughs> the genie has left. Your time is up. Percy, go. First wish. I'm, give me, <laughs> give me a, a goddamn chance, Orin. <laughs> I'm not sure if I would wish for clarity in my life because the closer I've gotten, it's been terrifying. Or whether if I am on some different timeline, a person of the past, I would like things set right. So if that man with Elendi are actually my offspring, I would like him not to be mad. And I would like that town to flourish like it did. You have to word it better. It's not how it works. Yeah, you gotta be smart. Genies are smart. They mean they want to fuck with you. I'm being abstract. 
You have to be specific. Yeah, the abstract is they take that, they manipulate it, and then they... Only because I'm talking to you. How would you say it then? We have to think about this. You sure you don't want to know, like, where you come from? I kind of want to know where you come from. You can stop being so weird and mysterious all the time. Yeah, it's a it's a plight. Um, I, w- I think I'll always be weird. Can't wish that away. Fuck. <laughs> That's what we like most about you anyway. That's not what I like most about her. I don't want to know what you like best about me, Skelly. <laughs> uh, gross. I'm not into you. You're not, not my type at all. You're way too tall, you're too pointy, and uh, you're way too thin. Nope, I see the way you look at me. <laughs> Fuck this. And Skelly just gets up and goes to bed. <laughs> this is fucking weird. Night, big guy. You're not dying. And he, like, slaps you on the back of the head. I'm not sure that I really have things mapped out in my mind. I'll, I'll think about it. I liked your wish, eh? But yeah, I want things to be right, whatever that may be. Hmm. But I don't have a third. Maybe be a god. <laughs> Could be a shit god. Oh, aren't they all, though? <laughs> Orin, like, raises his eyebrows and shrugs and kind of just nods, like, infirmingly. And you guys also see, like, Tyrus does, like, the slow, like, the eyebrows up and the slow, like, it's <laughs> like, yep. Agree. <laughs> and I'd fit into the pantheon, fighting in the stars. How exciting. Tyrus speaks up. What would you be the god of? Maybe the god of inspiration and music. A muse. That sounds nice, actually. That slot is open. Mm. Worship of Shailen has not been prominent on our planet for many centuries. Not a bright plan. Well, thank you, Tyros. You are quite beautiful, eh? Thank you, Orin. I think the same of you. I could see it. I think I could, too. It it's tears fitting. up a little bit. Yeah, she gets like, like that hits her like in a wave. Yeah, so she says, you know, thank you, and flutters her eyes a little bit. Nyla, you? I think I would be tempted to wish to be a good enough fighter or the best fighter, but I also would want to wish that I had no more reason to fight. I don't know. World peace. Sure. Sounds a little pedantic, but something like that. How about you, Percy? It's quite cliche. I would agree. Skelly wished for money. He wished (laughs) to be a god. This is all cliche. (laughs) I mean, he is a goblin. I think I would weigh the circumstance of what's happening at the, in the moment. Like, say, one of our friends have fallen, um, or say, one of these or a few of these enemies are still at large. I would probably want to raise our friends from the dead or banish those who assail us. Of but- course, you're the pragmatist. It only makes sense. <laughs> but... If everything was peachy keen, I'll probably, I don't know. I would want to see Eisel again, but I don't think that's realistic when it comes to wishes from genies. I don't want some fucking undead Eisel coming crawling out of the ground. Monkey's paw. Would you not wish to see Davquil again? I would, but it's the same thing. I don't, I don't know what to expect. Yeah. Definitely. And Oren? I don't know. I wish my sword was bigger. Oh, come on. That doesn't sound like a genuine answer. There must be something else. I wish I could never die. Immortality? Not a bad choice. No. I wish I could protect anyone, whoever I wanted, and no one I didn't. That would give you purpose forever, I guess. I would not want to be a god, though. It's different. I understand. I don't want people worshipping me, kissing my ass. I I want them to leave me alone. The ass kissing can be nice at times. (laughs) Not my ass. I haven't taken off this armor in months. Hmm. Then bathe first for like three days. I will bathe eventually, but not now. Well, perhaps we should bathe in the blood of our enemies. 
poetic. Yes, I thought so. After all, I am a god muse. (laughs) (laughs) I think if we find the genie, Oren's right. We shouldn't wish for anything. Not until we're out of this mess, at least. I get two wishes. Tomorrow's my birthday. Tomorrow's your birthday? Is it not your birthday already? Maybe a couple hours. You're just telling us now? We had no time to prepare anything. I mean, I guess it's too late. Well, happy birthday. How old are you? 36. Tomorrow. It's a good age. What's your favorite memory of being 36, Tyros? Uh, As of March of next year, I will be 253 years old. It's a good age. <laughs> just like scoffs. He's left. Jesus. Dude. You actually see after all this time of just being dour, like there's a slight smile that curls over uh Tyrus's face. He, he says, Yes, I'm thirty-six. I, I don't remember much about that time. I was young. It's interesting. The way the the lifetime of an elf works out is you mature the same way as a human. You become an adult rather fast, eighteen, twenty years old, and your your brain is almost entirely developed biologically. Into your 20s and 30s, all of everything slows down. It's where you remain for most of your life. I would probably be the equivalent of someone in their later 30s of a human lineage, but 36. I was too busy chasing dreams of becoming some great mage or alchemist to pay attention to anything else. I didn't do anything. Tagus was the one who spent more of his time with friends and learning about the world, but I kept my nose in books get my days drowned in history and theory and not enough time doing the things that truly matter. Ah. Well, it sounds like you still have some time. Sounds like you still have a wish. If I had the opportunity to wish for something, I would just wish that for one day that my brother would have respected me enough to listen to my warnings and that hopefully because of this, none of this would have happened. Well... I know, because of whatever experience you all all have had, that you hate him, or this thing that looks like him. I love him, and I miss him. Ah, When he gets up, I'm going to go to sleep. Tyros. He stops. We don't blame you for loving your brother. He just continues and goes into the pavilion. Now all that's left is Orin, Percy, Isla, and Day. I know that I should get some sleep, but part of me is too anxious to sleep. I'm going to sharpen my sword now. I hope that will not disturb you. Not at all. I should go check on Salai. Isla gets up and goes over to the pavilion. A says, good night, Isla. Good night, all of you. Make sure you get some rest at some point. A will stand up as well. And she'll say, I'll be getting my rest as well. If anybody wants to, it's going to be, like we said, a dramatic affair tomorrow. So if anyone feels anxious, Percy Orin, we could always do as we did in the Knoll and sleep beside each other. You look down at Percy and he's been laying on his side with his head propped up on his elbow and his eyes are closed. (laughs) She looks at you and she goes, good night, dirty one. (laughs) (laughs) And she looks at Oren. Brain check. Thank you, Gravesbane. Be nuts. See you in the morning. And yeah, she goes to her quarters. So it's just Oren up by himself sitting next to a now probably mostly like head has slipped off of his hand just like asleep like with his arm underneath his head mm-hmm. right next to you Percy Orange just keeps sharpening his sword uh, humming uh, the sharpening sharpening is getting uh, slower and quieter as to not wake Percy but um, he'll just as soon as he finishes sharpening it put his sword away and make sure none of the embers 
have any chance of falling on Percy's hand, to find a place against the rock to lean and sit up against and to put his helmet on over his eyes and try to relax. So, Oren, you sit there for a number of hours. Percy, a number of times, tosses and turns in his sleep. Never rolls too close to the fire, but is just out. He is exhausted from the climb and... As uncomfortable as this area should be for him to sleep, it seems like he is just out. He is conked. And so you decide to not move him at all. Let him sleep. If he wants to move, he'll wake up and he'll move. But you sit up here in the stillness of these mountains. There's almost not a sound around you. Just the crackling of the fires. Every once in a while, you you hear the, the pop of a knot in the wood. You guys were able to scrounge up up here. He watches the embers and the sparks kind of move upward past these craggy cliff faces that surround this area. And as terrifying as it is of what might lie ahead of you guys, this is the most peaceful place you've been in as long as you can remember. The only people here are your friends. No one could ruin this peaceful moment for you. And eventually, you begin to see the sun creep over the eastern edge of the mountains And as morning begins to break, and you hear your friends beginning to awaken inside the pavilion. I feel like he's sort of learned their body clocks by this point. He's like, oh, the captain gets up first. Likely Salai before her, but we all know what she's doing. So Salai slowly emerges from the tent um, before anyone else has awoken. Um, And she quietly just steps back out to where the fire was and sits herself down next to Oren, really close and tight next to him, and without saying a single word, just leans her head on his arm. Mm-hmm. He's definitely caught off guard, but he'll uh, take his helmet off and uh, just put his arm around her and won't say anything. So the morning slowly comes, shedding lights on this area that you guys haven't seen in the daytime before, and eventually the sun begins to peek over into this area, washing it all in lights. It is the 21st of December, Oren's 36th birthday, and the day before the winter solstice, where whatever is going to happen will happen. We'll see you in episode 32. Oh my god! This is fucking scary. Let's play it right now. Let's do it. Let's start. Okay, go.
we have to get to the top of the... <laughs> that does suck. That sucks in the mic. Don't do that noise. I already know what the outtake for this episode is. <laughs>